But you're not messing around, eh? What kind of mic is this? Is this a sure? It's a sure, yeah. Yeah, see, that's the way to do it. I gotta get another one, though. I, the your, yours is fire. Yours is, yours is like, I got the fire mic. You, you got, got the, the fire, fire headphones. Mic. <laughs> so we got the trade-off. It's the okay. trade-off. It's, a trade-off. You know, it's funny because I couldn't, um, I couldn't justify getting the fire headphones for myself, yeah. and the fire microphone, yeah, and the okay. fire seat. All right, that makes sense. Although you have the fire seat, I do have the fire seat, and I got the dog. And so. you got the dog. Yeah. Fuck. So I got the ultimate comfort. See, I could even always lie down too. So this is true. Comfort. You could lie down, and then you could just take the mic right off the stand <laughs> and just fucking go crazy. Like, like we're in a session. Like we're like you're my shrink. Excellent. You know what? That's actually what I should probably start to do next. That's gonna be the next move. So first, this, que- first question. First question. Right. Um, I want to take a take a quick minute here to uh, welcome my guest today on the uh, All Walks of Life podcast. All Walks of Life podcast. Hey, Wall. Alex K. Go Massive, on. big time DJ, producer, underwear model, <laughs> Greek stallion. <laughs> Is in the fucking building. What's going on, man? <laughs> What's happening, Kai? What's I'm, happening, buddy? I'm here, man. I'm here. You know, I'm uh, chilling here. We got Lady chilling on the couch. Oh, yeah. We got... She's cute. She's beautiful. She's doing her thing. Uh, Alex, could you please re, uh, re-say that into the microphone? Uh, I feel like you... <laughs> yeah, she's cute. Thank she's you. cute. She's just chilling. She's you know? chilling. She's chilling. She, uh, she wanted attention earlier, and now she's all relaxed and getting ready for bed. That's kind of her jam. Like she's, So she's 10 years old, mm-hmm. so she's an old girl. So... A lot of times, um, she gets very excited when new people come around. Like, oh, imagine she got, she got fired up. She got fired up. Yeah, yeah. And she does that thing where when you pet her and then you stop petting her, what does she do? She stretch, she scratches keeps, you? Yeah, she's like, you know, why do you stop? Why do yeah. you stop? Why do you stop? Yeah. And then when she's all used up, when you're all used up, what does she do? She's like, I, I don't even need you anymore. I don't need you anymore. No. Now so, you're just, she's just going to let gas pass in your direction. <laughs> that's and fine. She does have pretty that's bad fine. gas. Yeah. She has nasty gas. She's got some oh, gas. Oh, man. She's got some gas. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. But so, that's cool. It's yeah. cool. Especially if you're an animal lover. Are you an animal lover? I'm a, uh, yeah, I'm, a, I'm an animal lover. Are you? Absolutely. Yeah. Like a dog lover, cat lover, stuff See, like yeah, that. both. Both. I, I definitely love cats and dogs. Really? Both the same. Um, in, a, in different ways. You know, like I like cats. I think they're adorable. They're cute. You know, like they're yeah. they're very affectionate. Okay. Uh, dogs, you know, are definitely smarter. So, you know, it's like oh. it's a different kind of love for dogs like i i think of a dog as my friend okay yeah and then the cat as your lover wait what come on man <laughs> i'm sorry man you sent me up. a cat more is like uh like i'm like i own a cat like it's you know what i mean i don't know i don't know oh, you I don't have really, a cat no i i owned one oh, I used okay. To, yeah okay, like right, so right. like I, it's it's a different love it's a different affection i think from like i think cat and dog love is it's totally different i agree well, okay. Oh, so, well, I'm, so I'm a vegan, so for me, like it's all kind of the same. You know, we yeah. love we love all animals equally. We believe in speciesism doesn't exist, or it shouldn't exist. Rather, are you familiar with speciesism? No. Okay. So speciesism is basically the prejudice against particular types of species. Like, so okay. like we're an animal. We right. are a type of animal, but right. we are a human species, right? And then we have dogs. And we love dogs, right? But we yeah. discriminate against like pigs. True. Right. True. So, like, there's a couple of things that people don't realize. Like, so, like, people don't realize that pigs actually make better pets than dogs do. They also make better food. Well, it depends on your culture. Mm. There's the difference, you see. Right. Like, we, if I were to tell you, hey, in China, right, the Yulin Dog Meat Festival, they kill 10,000 dogs a year and they boil them alive. They do all these different things. Many people have a reaction to that. Like, how do you feel about that? 
Uh, I don't know. I'm very impartial, I guess. So you don't care if they kill cats or dogs for food? No, okay. So like, Have you seen I, footage of dogs being killed for food? I, you know what? I've heard of it. Yeah. I won't, I won't watch it. You won't I watch won't. it. I refuse to watch it. Why? Because I love cats and dogs. Aha. See, and there it is. Yeah. So <clears throat> this was one of the things that actually connected me to being vegan is that it made so much sense that – or it made – it didn't make sense that I was so pro-dog and cat and their life mattered so much. But over here, just in one slaughterhouse in Ontario, uh, Fearman's Pork, they, they kill 10,000 pigs a day. Oh, man. Yeah, I see. It's – okay. Yeah. See all right. Yeah. I get you. And now, now, it's interesting. We're going to talk – we're not going to talk a lot about veganism and all that sort of thing. This That would be for another episode. But um, I do try to incorporate a little bit where I can. Obviously, being a vegan, I try to you know, promote that. Of course. That, you of know. course. But yeah. also, it's super, super interesting to me that more people aren't vegan. People like yourself mm. because you're anti-government, right? I mean, that's, that's a given. Anti-system, right? Correct. So <clears throat> if you're anti-system and anti-government, I mean, veganism is right up your alley, and I'll tell you why. Because when you connect the dots and realize that they're telling you things that are in their best interest. Yes? Yes. Like if we connect, like, vaccines. Uh, for this particular example, right? you don't believe in the vaccine. No. Well, not this particular not vaccine. this particular vaccine. Yes. That's why I said the vaccine, not yes. all vaccines. Correct. Yes. So it's the same thing with animal products, you see, because for years they would tell you that milk does a body good. Oh, I know about milk too as well, yes. You, right. Listen, I'm, I'm on board. Like I did try being a vegan. Okay. I did. Okay. I, gave okay. It, I gave it a good shot. Okay. Um, I, was, I did it for about a month. Okay. It made me really sick. Um, so, you know, I did give it a good shot and, you know, being where I was like in the town, like I live in Barrie. Oh yeah. I, at yeah. that time when yeah. I did try it, <laughs> when I did try it, there was only like a couple of places you can go in town sure. that were vegan. Mm -hmm. So it was tough to actually get like the, the proper, uh, you know, food, like to, to actually be full and to enjoy eating when there was not really too many options out there for me. So I spent a lot of my, the portion, the good portion of my vegan time starving. Oh, so geez. I, you know, I made myself really sick and I couldn't do it. I was like, you know, I need, there's something missing. And it's just, I think because, you know, I grew up with meat, you know, maybe it was a really bad transition for me to do. I mean, like maybe it's something I probably could have worked towards. Maybe I didn't have to do it altogether. Mm -hmm. Maybe that was the problem. Yeah. I mean, I'm not opposed to trying it again. Sure. You know, I'm a very sure. healthy person. I, you know, I eat, I eat very got, healthy. Got, uh, what do you got there? I got beet juice. Beet juice. Yeah, I got. Yeah, I don't know if anyone could see this, but yeah, I got. We beet, got some I got beet, beet, beet juice. juice. You we, know, this is. You what know, brand of beet juice do we have there? Uh, it's Village Juicery. Village Juicery is that a local juicery? Yes, it is. Well, shout out to Village Juicery. Yeah. We got a big plug by Alex K. <laughs> We're expecting a check in the mail. And in Barrie, there's a place called uh, Ripe that I always go to. And okay. It's, a, it's, you know what, every day I get myself some, uh, you know, either beet juice or carrots or turmeric or anything green, you know, uh, like every day. I'm wow, just that's drinking really like good. super healthy, right? What I was saying too, like the last time I saw you was, it was a long time ago at your place. You look like your skin looks really good. Well, I used to be on a Red Bull diet. Red Bull gives you wings. Steady health, oh, like steady That's the delirious diet. diet. That is the delirious diet, right? Like delirious comes over to my house and he'll have, he'll down like four or five Red Easy. Bull, and it's bad because I've been there and I understand yeah. what can happen with Red Bull. Um, it actually gave me a super like 
I had it gave me anxiety because it threw my arrhythmia off, like it, it threw my the rhythm sure. of my heart off, and um, yeah, it was just terrible. Like well, yeah. I, I, that, I learned my lesson from Red Bull. I learned. Yeah, uh, no, you know what? So because that, I, and I've realized this about other things. So I'm an ex-smoker or non-smoker. I Same. quit smoking cigarettes. Same. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, I'm on day hundred and something. Hundred. Oh, congratulations! And something. Thank yeah, you. like yeah. that's amazing. Yeah. But I found that cigarettes cause anxiety too. So I realized that anything that gets your heart rate going too much will mm -hmm. create anxiety. And yeah. Red Bull is my god. Like that's like a, it's like a supercharged battery for your heart. Correct. Right. Yeah. So if you're crushing four or five of those, I mean, there is a warning for them for a reason, right? You can't have like X amount of them in a particular setting without no. it really affecting you, right? Absolutely. Um, and that was like my thing. I mean, you know, being a DJ and working late at night. Uh, you always need something, a pick-me-up. That's the thing. It it's is the problem. It's industry-related It's very industry-related. That's what it is. It's the same way like bartenders, people mm -hmm. who work in the service industry, they all drink. You ever notice that? Yeah. And they drink a lot. And, I mean, you can't go to a bar and say, hey, can I have like a vodka beet juice? Why not? <laughs> they, is... sh they should. What? But it only has a certain shelf life, right? So you can't uh... really have... Um, you know, like for if you have a beet juice, you gotta have it while it's fresh. Like if what are you gonna do? Like it's it's expensive. First of all, you gotta if you're gonna have a vodka beet juice, you're gonna charge like a premium for that. And I don't think anyone's gonna do that. It's it's been a lifetime of sugary, caffeinated drinks for life in the industry, and you know that. That's yeah. just what oh, the yeah. industry is. A hundred fucking percent. You know? It's all a money grab, though. That's what it's it comes down grab, to. Right? That's all money grab. <clears throat> this is why I'm really excited to talk with you today because I'm. Like, I know that <clears throat> we, you know, and you mentioned it to me, that we've had our kind of, we butt heads on certain things on social media. We have. And that's social media, right? Social media, it doesn't change the relationship we have. I think we have a great relationship outside of that. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. But we can be, we can have differing opinions and still sit down and have a mature conversation about it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, I'm double vaccinated. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I yeah. got two. I got two. All right? <clears throat> now. All right. It, <laughs> I don't judge people for not getting vaccinated. Yeah. And um, but I'm finding myself starting to judge people for getting three or four vaccinations. Right. So does that sound weird to you? No, it doesn't sound weird because uh, there's a lot of people in your position right now. You're not alone. Uh, I do see a lot of people that have been double vaccinated and are starting to understand what's really going on. I mean, we don't really know what's really going on. We really don't like we kind of have an idea of what's going on. Like I had, you know, it's, I think whether you're vaccinated or you're unvaccinated, there's only a certain level of people that really know what's happening. They, you know, we kind of only have an understanding of what we think is going on yeah. and what the perception, the general perception is right now. Yeah. And there's a lot of people that are just like, hang on, something is, something is up here. Like I did my part. They told us this, then they changed it. Then they you know, uh, move the goalposts. You know, there's people that understand these things and then there's people that are just like, they refuse to look at it. They refuse to look at it from the other side. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a lot of people that are, you know, uh, unvaccinated that they refuse to see things from the other side. I, I'm very like, I, I want to see the other side. I right. always do. Uh, I don't look at it always from one side. It's always been that way. Right. Um, because you want to make an informed decision. Yeah, because I'm not, look, I'm not, always going to be 100% right. I'm not, You're you not. know, it's, you know, I'd love to be. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm always 100% right okay. for the record. Good. Yeah. That's good. So you, <laughs> so you're 100% right to get those two shots. <laughs> yeah. 
That's right. Yeah, 50% but you won't get the first time. Okay. 50% All second right. time. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I get how it works. Okay. No, um, no. I, I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm going to do that sometimes when I have a witty thing to no, throw in there. No, absolutely. Okay? No, yeah. no, that, and I, I, you know. Because I'm hilarious. So do, do it up. Do it up. Okay, good. You know, I mean, yeah. if you think so, you, know, you might as well, you, you, you might as well you try. You agree that I'm hilarious, right? You're supposed to have said yeah, yeah, something yeah, at that yeah, point. Yes, yes. Good. I'll edit. I'll edit that nicely afterwards. It's fine. All right. So, yeah. But, like, okay, so. Here, let me ask you a question now. So, what was your turning point? What was like? Okay, because you're 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 say you're double vaccinated. I am right. There's a lot of people out there that are okay, okay. and that ha- they they've they have a turning point. Okay. But what is your turning point? First, I think we should probably shed some light on the fact that we're calling it double vaccinated, not fully vaccinated. Correct, because, because it's not the definition fully changed. Vac- Correct, it did change. It yes. did change. <clears throat> okay. So here's my thing. I'm going to start from the beginning. I know in the beginning I was against people going out during lockdowns and trying to, you know, go into restaurants and wear no. I'm still against this, by the way. For the record, I've never done that. Okay, right. I think, um, and, and I'll get back to the turning point part. Remind me, okay? Okay. But I still think there's a huge issue with people going to establishments, forcefully walking in there and saying, respect my rights. I agree. Okay. I agree. So I was never 100% on either side, but I will say this. I've never trusted the government. Uh, I think capitalism, I mean, we can live in a socialist society. It's shit, too. My point is, is I think that there's always some sort of motive and financial gain, and maybe I'm just untrusting, but I've never truly believed they're looking out for my best interest. Yeah. Does that mean that I got the vaccinations because I really wanted to? No. I had enough people in my ear telling me, hey, man, you should probably get it because just in case. So there's a big reason. I got the just in case vaccine. Okay. 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 But I also got the I'd like to go to the movies vaccine. Right. I want to live my life. And the thing is, though they and they can't see this right now, but air quotes, they're not forcing me to take the vaccine. They are. Because they're taking my liberties away. The things that I'm used to every single day for the last however many years of my life, I can no longer do until I get this. Right. So that's my turning point. Now, <clears throat> where did I specifically start to have a problem? Um, okay. After I got the vaccinations and I started to realize that, you know, I never really, well, you know, the stories have changed, right? Okay, you get the double vaccinations, you're fully vaccinated. You get the double vax, you can go out in public without a mask. You can do this, this. None of that stuff happened. Yeah, it was all lies. None of it happened. Yeah, yeah. So now here, do we call it, yeah, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Oh, sorry, do we call it lies, right? And, and it depends on who you're asking. Because right. on your side, it's a lie. On someone else's side, it's, well, things change. The science have changed. The science has changed. Yeah, yeah. And that's a big problem for me. Right, because people are always saying things like trust the science, trust the science. But I go deeper than this for a quick second. I see no problem. I trust science. The problem is I don't trust the source. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Right. Because when things, when when information is provided to you, it's coming from a particular source. Anything can be manipulated. You can call it science. You can call it fact. You can call it whatever you want, depending on who's giving it to you. Right. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's the biggest problem that I have is that uh, there's only certain people that are telling you things and they're not and they're not having an open discussion with uh, other doctors and other specialists you know you're only getting your information from like one level of scientists and doctors you're only getting it from the people that they chose right you you know you have other people for example like 
I'll tell you right now, my father, uh-huh. when COVID first, you know, it, it first took over everything, my father was just like, I'm getting the vaccine. When it's ready, I'm Fair. getting the vaccine, Fair, right? right? And he was just like gung-ho, but my mom, no, not happening. Like, she Kay. was never going to happen for her in the first place. Okay. But my father, it, it, you know, as much as uh, I, you know, I'd go over to his house and try to convince him, like, you know what, I think you, got, I think you should wait. You know, since b- the dawn of time, we've always been a species that we're going to wait for things. Like, that's just what they said from, like, you know what it is. Before COVID, that's why I tried telling him, I'm like, before COVID, would you ever take a shot that just came out? Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. as much as they say that science is so advanced now, yeah, it's still, we're still human beings. Like, how advanced could you get the science where you can put in a, a human being and get to know what kind of... um side effects you're going to get you don't know there's so many different people that have different immune systems that have uh different you know comorbidities there's there's different things that i don't believe that they did a sufficient amount of uh experiments uh to find out exactly what it does to different people and that's why we're finding out now that there are people that have been affected by this i mean it's not just the fact that it wanes after a certain amount of time it has affected people in different ways just as covid has right i mean sure. even with covid like people die from it like i'm not going to sit there and say you don't have a right, problem so you with don't that. think covid is fake let's no, let's get I, that out there no covid I, is real i had it you've had covid i've had it which which flavor of covid did you have sir i had uh the capital d Oh, wow. Well, that's, you see, you're uh, the lucky. capital d yes you're lucky uh, because a lot of people don't get that special um a variant. I shouldn't joke about that because many people died from the Delta variant. Yeah, they I did, should not joke and about yes, that. and absolutely. Yeah. And, um, and I, actually, rest in peace to all of those victims. And believe it or not, um, I actually threw, um, I, I, I do like a, an online show, and I had a few people over at my house for the show. And the people, everyone that, my, that was on my show caught it. And, nice. And, well, not everybody. There was three or four people that didn't catch it. Okay. But, um, one of them uh, gave it to her parents, oh. and uh, they both wound up in hospital. Oh, no. And she lost her, she lost her father, unfortunately. Oh. Rest in peace. Um, you know, I, I did, but one thing I did notice um, that came from it is there was enough people that I was able to gather some information myself from the way everyone responded to it. Everyone took it a different way. Yeah. So there was. I noticed that about the variant that I. That I picked up recently as well. So you noticed there was a difference in people. And, and, yeah. and I knew. I was like, hey, hang on. So this person wound up in the hospital. Uh, this person died. This person was okay, but they seemed a little bit rough for a while. So we all had different um, issues with us, right? I mean, like uh, one person ended up in the hospital, but he was, and he was on oxygen, but he's a heavy smoker. Ah, interesting. Right? Interesting. Uh, I had another person that got it, and he was bedridden for about three weeks, but he didn't need hospital. Um, he was fine. Okay. I mean, but he did. It was rough. Oh, sure. Uh, myself, uh, I was fully prepared. I did the uh, Zelenko protocol, which is Dr. Zelenko. Like, he had this protocol where if you take uh, zinc with vitamin D and um, quercetin, uh, every day, okay. uh, it prepares. It's kind of like a prophylactic, right? Okay. And it it prepares you for it. Yeah, so I, I mean, I, I know ver- I know what that word means, because, but maybe for the people who don't, what the hell does that mean? It just it's just a prophylaxis. It's yeah. just it's taking it like in preparation. <laughs> okay, got it. Because I knew what it meant. 
Yeah. You know. Yeah. So, you know, you take it in preparation of, you know, get the worst of it, right? Sure. So you're just like, hey, if I get it, at least my body is prepared. I'm not going to I'm not gonna take up a hospital bed, which is right. what happened. After about a week, I was feeling, you know, I was, I was ready to get out of bed. Uh, but I did get some really weird symptoms afterwards. Like, I was feeling better, but then I started getting weird chest pains, stabbing chest pains. I was getting pains all over my body. I'm not sure what happened. It was very weird, but I did read into it. And apparently, it does take a toll on your insides. Like, you know, like uh, COVID can uh, eat at your organs. Like, it can yeah. actually... Especially the early stuff with COVID, right? Right. The uh, the the Delta. And then what was the other one? Uh, it was... What was after... What was after Alpha? I think there was... Uh... Oh, Alpha. That's the one. Alpha, yeah. Delta. Then we got the... Uh... No, it didn't go straight to Omicron. What happened to Fluorona? Isn't that... Uh, Fluorona is like the next one. It's the next one, I think. I think Fluorona and... When um, is that set to release? I, I think I, I think there's already a few cases in the U.S. right oh, now. I'm not okay, sure. But, okay. uh, yeah. Not majorly distributed yet. No, not, not, not heavily distributed, no. Um, but, like, I'm hearing that the next ones, hopefully, are, are like, the it's, it's starting to go away. Like, well, that's what I'm hearing. Here's the thing, okay? <clears throat> so, thank you for sharing that, by the way. And uh, we'll come back to that, but... The thing is with a virus, and I'm no scientist, I'm no virologist, I'm no doctor, I'm no epidemiologist. I am none of the ologists, okay? Mm -hmm. um, but I will tell you that viruses, first of all, don't intend to kill their host. A virus wants to live. Right. So a virus kills its host. It's actually not doing what it's supposed to, okay? Now, these viruses come out and they start killing people because our bodies can't react fast enough. We don't have any antibodies to them, all these sort of things. Eventually, though, a virus will weaken eventually it becomes a part of what um, what our regular seasonal flu will look like. Right. Like our seasonal flu at some point used to kill many more people. Eventually the virus set in, you know, it, it integrated with ourselves, it integrated with our body and our environments, and then it became something that was something we could sustain. People still die from it, mm -hmm. right? And that's just, I don't want to say it's natural selection, but it, it's basically just, it's just a way of life. Like, not everybody is going to survive everything, right? No. Um, but, you know, there was something you said earlier um, that, that really I wanted to I wanted to stop you. And it was about uh, the vaccines and things changing or, or, or not having enough information. Right. Um, but you see, and I'm, I'm just playing devil's advocate here. At that time, of course, there wasn't information. And at that time, it's sort of an experimental thing because – we're running against time. They need to figure something out. Right. So at that particular time when people are getting vaccinated and things are changing, do you not think it's fair that they have the right to change things because they're still unsure of what's going on? Absolutely. But, okay, here's here's where, the, what made me really insecure, right, is you you even said to me, I'm like, I never really got into it, but I remember you asking me, how did you get on this so early? Like, how did you, what made me against this early right like yeah. what like yeah, what you, what set me jump up? you have been against it all yes okay and i'll tell you how it happened so it wasn't really from the jump because i was at the beginning i was worried like me delirious and a couple of our guys we were going to go to miami for march break weekend right we actually had our plane tickets booked everything was ready to go and then when this came out it was like okay you know like their goal our plans were done but i was really actually genuinely afraid because you would watch body bags flying everywhere in Italy. And like, you see the fucking people falling in China, just yeah, falling, like it was passing just, out. It was madness, right? But 
Wait, but before you continue, yeah, did a small part of you want it to be like a zombie apocalypse? I did. Okay, me, I did. me too. A me little too. small part of me was like, but like I was so a little bit excited about it. I was like, wait a minute, this What's is happening? wild. Yeah, like, this is wild. Exactly. But here's where it gets really interesting. So, so I was online one time on Facebook, and someone was sharing a live stream. Okay. Okay. So and on this on this particular live stream, there was probably around. If I remember, there was about 15,000, 20,000 people watching this guy Jeez. live. Okay. So he was live from one of the hospitals in New York that they said was being overrun. Ah, okay. Right? Okay. So he was like, guys, I don't know what they're talking about. I'm here. Like, I'm right. And you know what? You can't fake a live. This is true. You can't. This is true. If he's there, he's there. Like, you could see, you could hear the wind. You could hear everything. Like, he's there. And he's like, guys, like. But you could see, like, the caution tape, all the stuff that they did uh -huh. to try to make it seem like either they hired actors or something to, like, you know, when they did it on TV, they made it look like it was yeah. insane. Like, yeah. people were were lining up and they were sick and, like, the, old, the hospitals were overrun. So I was like, immediately I was like, what the hell is going on? And then I followed the guy. And sure. then he went to other hospitals that they were lying about too so he's like you know because he went to new jersey which was sure. right next to new york sure and he's like same thing here guys there's something going on right so i was like okay you know immediately that was a red flag for me like the red flags were just flying i'm like what is going on so you then start to get you start to doubt about everything you start to doubt what is going on what you're seeing Uh, you start to question, okay, what is going on and what exactly is going on in Italy? So, you know, you start to do your own research at that point. You're like, okay, because you're so curious, you're like, okay, let me find out what's going on. Let me see who else might know something. So I'm looking at comments in the guy's live stream to see who else is talking about this, what's going on. And I, I did notice some people that, that knew certain things. So I started to follow them and added them as friends. And then that's when you start to really get down the rabbit hole. Right. But, you know, being COVID and all like there are a lot of rabbit holes. Right. So oh, yeah. but you just have to at that point, man, I'm telling you, <laughs> it can get really dark. Right. You can get in a really dark place. You I can. believe it. I believe. Listen, and I, it's a day and night thing. It's a 24 hour thing. You can't sleep. Uh, okay, when this is not my first rodeo when it comes to uh, the rabbit hole. All right. I've. I mean, first of all, we're both involved in the music business. Yeah. So if at any point in your life somebody has convinced you the Illuminati exists, right. so you go down that rabbit hole. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. And then we talk about Freemasonry and all these different things. And then we talk about the elite and all these. So, <clears throat> but I come from a place where, and it could just be my cultural background, it could be a number of things. I just don't trust. I just don't trust well. I trust people for the most part. But then I don't trust people in high places mm -hmm. because I, like I say, I, I, I realize that there's always something to gain. There's always some sort of financial gain. There's some power, and people by nature are corrupt. Yeah. We are corrupt. I don't care if it's me or you or anybody. Oh, you, yeah. you give me power and money, I will be someone else. Like you can't tell me that the government is there for us. No, they care of about us. Not. They don't care about us. Big pharma doesn't care about us. Of course they don't. They don't care about the cure. They care about the disease because there's no money in the cure. Why do you think these people, these one percenters, are living till they're over a hundred years old? See, I don't know that. 
I can't speak on that. But if that's the case, then they're fucking, you know, there's there's something to be said about that. But now, see, people are going to say you're a conspiracy theorist. I stay away from that sort of thing. But what right. I will say, what I will say, like some people say to me, oh, well, look at Magic Johnson living with AIDS for so many years. And look at, you know, X, Y, and Z. And, oh, one person said to me, how many presidents die from cancer? And, you know, there's a lot of, like, really interesting things you can look at. Right. Um, but I will look at it from one perspective, one perspective always, to say that... Somebody like Justin Trudeau. Okay. Okay. My favorite person Which, on the planet. Yeah. He's your he's your bud, man. He's my boy. Your best I have bud. a flag representing him. Really? Yeah. Is it the fuck Trudeau flag? Correct. Or? Oh, very nice. <laughs> That's good. Um, I saw an article today that somebody in uh, some different part of Ontario, they were able to hold their fuck Trudeau flag outside of their oh, house. Yeah. I'm hanging mine up tomorrow after he got discharged. Oh, yeah. You bet I'm hanging mine Wait, up. Wait, he got discharged from what? For, like, they, they backed away from it because they were going to charge him with having that flag out. But, oh, you're talking about that person? Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. Um, but what I was trying to get at was... What people seem to uh, forget, and I, I'm not a pol- political guy by any means, but I'll tell you this. What yeah. I do understand is that Justin Trudeau is not who I – he's not somebody who represents me. You understand what I'm saying? Right. How could he ever represent me? He never lived the way I live. No. His high school had a golf course. Do you understand? Yeah. When you go to places like that, you're prepped to run the world. How can you determine what I need in order to live? And the thing is, is that, once again, going back to things being corrupt, everything is run by lobbyists. Everything. Big corporations have their interests set aside, and they spend money politically in order to get their interests looked after, right? Right. If you get big tax breaks as a corporation, all you got to do is give one, two, five percent of what money you're saving to, you know, some sort of... um, Charity. Charity, or it can be a... um, uh, what, what do they call it when they when they campaign? Government campaigns. Yeah, just a uh, foundation. Right, exactly. Whatever, you start yeah. giving some yeah. money away, all of a sudden you have your interest met. And the thing is, it doesn't matter if it's Trudeau. It doesn't matter if it's somebody else. The point is somebody will go in there, right? And then they're going to be basically a placeholder. The lobbyists still remain. The business still remains. And their interest is always the most important. So for me, and naturally, I just don't trust. Right. You know, But then there's people. There's people, and I'm not going to make a name, and I don't want you to say a name because I sent you this screenshot, remember? Mm-hmm. I sent you this screenshot from mm-hmm. somebody on my Facebook, and I don't want to say too much because I'm sure this person will know. But this person said that <clears throat> my partner just got their third booster or their third shot, right. their booster, and I feel so safe and so loved by this one simple gesture. That bothered me a lot. Yeah. Normally, it wouldn't bother me, but it's like, why Why do you feel safer with them being vaccinated? What? I thought that the, the people who are vaccinated are more protected. Am right. I not wrong? Am I wrong about that? Look, it's the way the mainstream has flipped it now, right? I mean, like, the, you know, people have been, like, you know, they've been brainwashed a bit. Let's, let's be honest. I mean, like, you know, when you pump in a lot of fear and you start to speak a certain narrative, uh, people... That's just they eventually that's that's what they turn into. I mean, right now, that was the biggest thing was like if you remember, like there was so many memes that came out where it's like, oh, I'm, I'm you know, people make jokes like, you know, I better put my winter tires so you don't slip and get into an accident yeah. because that was the narrative. Right. It was yeah. like, OK, people were like, you know, it became a huge joke because like we ha- like, how does that make sense? But that's how the mainstream was flipping. It. Basically, like if you don't do this, you're putting everybody else at risk. Correct. So and that's just the way that and, you know, it's just like how 
um, you know, Justin Trudeau now is, you know, he's trying to turn people on the unvaccinated. And then it became the whole pandemic of the unvaccinated, if you remember that. So where they were talking about how we're the ones putting everyone in danger. Well, it's like, well, how? How are we putting people in danger? And it's just that, but that's just the, and it became a whole hatred thing over the unvaccinated. And it's almost very, I hate to say it, but it's very Hitler-esque because he's trying to make us into like, like we're rats, like we're not worth, you know, being on earth. Like, oh, don't worry, the hospital. And let me tell you, I actually heard this from a friend of mine okay. who said that they ran into a, a, a person from a, um, RVH, which is the Royal Victoria Hospital in Barrie, okay. a nurse that works there. Okay. And she was on her break and she heard her talking and she said, oh, you know what? If you're unvaccinated, good luck getting service in this hospital. See, there's a problem. Here's a big problem, okay? They've created this big divide in the system, and it's the us versus them mentality, yeah. right? And the, the big problem is is that when they control by fear, which <laughs> this is the thing. People might say, oh, what do you mean they're controlling by fear? You're like, okay, well, what do you think presidents do, U.S. presidents? Like, how do you think they get reelected? They start a war, right? They start a war. They tell people they need to be afraid for their lives. Yep. And they're like, I'll be your savior. Put me in another four years, right? So it's like there's this whole system in place just designed for these people to continue to just use fear propaganda. And I don't agree with it. But it's fear. So there, there was actually a study done on this where it's, you know, it, it's been, it's very well known. It's very well documented that if you put enough fear out there for you know a couple of months if you push enough fear people will do what you tell them of course of course they will it's a form of control and there's nothing you can do to change it a lot of people you could show them facts mm -hmm. actual facts proof mm -hmm. yeah. of something else but they don't want to hear it yeah yeah they don't want to hear it they're like no i don't want you know what i don't want to hear it I believe in this, and that's it. And then, I'm not, I refuse to look at anything else. And this is the problem, you see, because then they get enough people buying into what they need people to buy into, and then they lean on everybody else, mm -hmm. right? And then everybody on the other side looks like the conspiracy theorists. They look crazy. Look, and yes, in some points, you know, some some guys are a little bit fucking off their rocker for sure. I've I've ran into them while I while I was down that rabbit hole. I mean, like, there's the whole yeah. Like, I'm not gonna get. I'm gonna the ask you about the Chris Sky shit in a minute too. I'm oh, I, dude, I'm not gonna get into like the you know the flat Earth and stuff like that. Like, I, I they always paint us as like you know they always bunch us together. They bunch us together. We're extremists. We're racist. We're flat earthers. We're um, misogynists. Yeah, yeah, it's all we're kind of bunched in together, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. With unvaccinated for some sure, reason, sure. right? Yeah, I don't know how that happens, but but yeah. that's but that's how it works, right? Sure. That's how you get people to be on your side. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You paint them with a broad brush, and everybody is a problem. They're all problematic. Look at these guys. You know, they believe that government controls the weather and all this sort of stuff they like you said they pull you together to to lie, to give you a less credibility and yeah. this is a big problem because then <clears throat> like i see the memes out there which is like there's this burning house right have you seen this one burning house woman's in there fireman comes up oh yeah i right? I, I i actually posted that <laughs> i posted that yeah, yeah, yeah it's great so to the by the way shout out to everybody who's on the instagram live i'm gonna go back and read <laughs> shout out to comments. all my facebook followers. i have a good yeah a good amount of people oh, watching it's great 
Shout out. To, uh, at one point, I had like 15. I'm at 10 right nice. now. Nice. Yeah, I got, about, I got like seven or eight or yeah. something like that. A, a good friend of mine just brought up a good point to bring up, and that is mass formation psychosis. You know what? <laughs> I don't know enough about that to get into it, but we will get into that. Um, um, one second. Then. I don't know too much about it either, but that's, you know, I, I guess that would be a, a proper way of um, just kind of generalizing what is happening to the public, right? Is... Uh, Mass formation psychosis. Okay, so we have somebody who put a comment says Alex with heart emoji. That doesn't help us very much. <laughs> uh, okay, so that's Chow Chow Erica. Yeah. Uh, playing for Keep says this isn't about COVID. Sorry, this ain't about COVID. It's a sham. It's a real cold. That's it. I don't know if it's I a agree. little bit. I, yeah. I've had it so, and I, and I know people that died from it. So it's, there's definitely you know, but that's what we're we're talking about people who are extremely. You know, left and there's extremely right. Sure, so. exactly, exactly. Uh, and even if you get the vax, uh, how those things still gone? Okay, so keep going. Let's see what else we got here. Um, this is true. Alex was the first one out from the Miami trip. Okay, that's from Zoe. Okay. Um, so he said that he's he's backing up your story that when COVID actually happened, you were like, "Fuck it, I'm not gonna gamble." Uh, yeah, this, yeah, of course. Right? Yeah, I'm not yeah. gonna chance this. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know what? I believe you. I believe you, man. Um, and then we got a hey from um, what's her name, Vanessa. Okay. Shout out Vanessa, man. She's all right. super cool. Vanessa, what's up? Super cool. Uh, all right. It uh, doesn't matter if you're vaccinated or not. You're a human being and a taxpayer. Hospitals should not do that. 100%. Right. Right. Um, but you know what? Okay. So, but I also see the other side. I also see if the hospital is overwhelmed. Sure. Um, you know, okay. People are going to hate me for this, but uh, I do believe that. Do you that want me to edit this part if, out? If there, look, if, if, uh-huh. big if. Big if. If, in fact, okay. the hospitals are being overwhelmed okay. with the unvaccinated okay. and we're the ones that are causing the problem, I don't see a problem with paying a fee. Okay. Like, if we have to pay something because, like, we're overwhelming the hospitals, okay. just like how they're doing in Quebec, fine. I get it. However, okay. if I'm going to pay, uh -huh. leave me the hell alone. Okay. Right, like if that's what the problem is, if your problem with the unvaccinated is hospitals being overwhelmed, and that is facts, then if I compensate for that, then why? Then give me the same rights you give everyone else. Okay. Now, are you suggesting that because you just feel like they would not be able to sufficiently prove that it is in fact the unvaccinated that is causing the hospital system to collapse? I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying I would gladly if, if no, that was if that I'm was saying, fact. But they can't sufficiently provide the evidence to say, like, it, it, you keep it in your back pocket. Like, right. yeah, no problem, guys. I'll pay yeah. for it. But prove to me that we're the reason this is happening. Everything needs to be proven. I think there's a lot of things that haven't been proven, and that's the big that's the big problem is that we're taking the words out of everybody. I don't think there's any data. I think the only data that is going to come out is is going to be from Pfizer in. Eight months. Hey, so I wanted to talk about that. Right. Um, that video that you sent me, the guy said, you know, like in any case, if somebody is withholding information for 75 years, is that not suspicious? Is that not suspicious? 100%. Because so many people probably don't know this, but um, Pfizer isn't required to release any of the information regarding side effects of this vaccine for 75 years. That has changed recently. <laughs> right. That's crazy, right? That is absolutely crazy. Right? It is absolutely insanity. Like at what point, right? Like imagine, imagine I didn't go and write an exam 
just trying to create some some uh, parody. Okay. Right. I didn't write an exam or I missed a work meeting. I have to report to them where I was and what I was doing on the day. Right. There is no 75 years. But if I told my employer, no problem, I'm sorry, I couldn't make it. Um, okay, well, what was your reason? Well, I'll let you know in, you know, in a lifetime. Do you think that would ever fly? But listen, this whole thing has never had any reasons for anything. And the second you question something, yeah, it's a problem. This is true. That's when you're the conspiracy theorist, right? Yeah. Like the second you ask a question, it becomes a problem. So that's that's been, I think, the whole thing that's just been so entirely weird about this whole process the last two years is that there hasn't been any questions answered or real data to back up anything. See, and this is the thing. Because I don't know. What data is out there? What data doesn't is exist? Doesn't exist? All, all I can tell you is that I don't trust all the data that comes out but on that's, either side. But that's where. But you took the vax. That's just true. I took the vaccination. Yeah. Right. Again, reluctantly. And by the way, I think I told you this. Okay. Mm-hmm. I wanted to tell you this. So, so we all know that there's side effects to the vaccine that that can happen immediately. For mm-hmm. one thing. For one thing, I want to say this. Okay. I think that the the idea that. Um, we have to, or that they're trying to mandate a vaccine. When I had this particular in- instance, I told you before mm-hmm. I went to get vaccinated, I had a thought to myself to say, "Are all my thing, are my affairs in order? Are all my affairs in order? Who's gonna look after my dog? Why okay, am I that, thinking that's, about that? That's weird, right? That's weird. Why would I think about right. that? I'm not an anti-vaxer. I have all my vaccines, and this is the other thing we have to establish: is that anti-vaxer is somebody who gets no vaccines at all. Correct. Okay. Not somebody who chooses not to have this vaccine. Okay. Let me let me actually interrupt you for a second. Please. So it's I very actually, rude, but I want you to interrupt. I actually ahead. have a friend because now that we're on the subject of anti-vaxxers. Sure. I actually have a couple of friends that are actual anti-vaxxers. I do. Okay. I do have a couple of friends. And if I'm being honest. Tell me. I've never seen them sick. Okay. And, and this is like, look, this is not, I'm not trying to. Yeah. You know, like throw any kind of like, you know, yeah. shade on the on vaccines sure. or not. Of course. But this is just my observation because one of them is, has been my dearest friends for mm-hmm. over 20 years. Right. And I, I, I can't recall a time where he's been sick at all. Like never called in for work sick. Never. I've never seen him have a flu. Yeah. I'm like, what is going on here? You know, he's not exactly like the healthiest person on the sure. planet because he does... You know, he smokes weed. He, sure. you know, he does like a bunch of other. So he's like you know, natural, chemical. natural, uh, natural remedy. Yeah, and then like I'm just would like, call okay. it, would you call that pre- prevalent? No, pre- preceptor. <laughs> what was that thing you called it? Prophylaxis. Prophylaxis. <laughs> That's a Greek word, right? It must be a Greek word. Hey, Omicron is supposed to be a Greek word. It is. It's so, it's, it's it's a letter in the alphabet, like all of them it? are. How do you actually say it? Omicron. Omicron. Yeah, yeah. You gotta have the rrr. Rrr. You gotta have the arrow. I got the rrr. Yeah, I got, got it, it a couple got of weeks it. ago. The all Omicron. Right. Okay. It fucking it didn't do much, but it's still you know I have a lingering cough and all that sort of right. thing. Anyway, so you were saying about the active actors. I'm sorry. So no, no. Like that's that's that was it. Like I just you know. Just something that I noticed, and I was like, you know, I don't want to, like, I'll, it's only one person. Sure. That, that so yeah. I can't really it's say not much it's, of a sample. I size. can't really say it's everybody. Yeah. But it's it's interesting. Sure. No, no, no. I get it. I appreciate that. Um, okay. Well, we won't dive into that too much. But no. like I said, like I'm not, <clears throat> I'm not an anti-vax. I think I'm just, I'm just a little unsure. I'm a little unsure. And when I went to go get this vaccination. 
uh, again, under the premise of, you know, you never know. What if? What if I were to get COVID and get really sick and end up in the hospital? I was a smoker, too. Right. You know, these things crossed my mind. Right. So I went to get the double vaccination because obviously I wanted to, you know, live my life a little bit. But also, eh, what if I, I don't want to die. Right. Like I kind of like my life. Right. Right. I got this vaccine a little bit worried. You know, they tell you when you go get vaccinated, OK, you got to sit here for 15 minutes because we got to make sure you don't fucking die on us. Like they don't say it that way. But you but you you kind of came to that conclusion. Well, well, that's what they tell you. you. You sit there and they say, OK, after you get your vaccine, you got to sit there for 15 minutes and you have to um, you have to just kind of we have to just monitor you for a while. 10, right. 15 minutes, something like that. Uh, if you have any extreme side effects, you're in the situation where they can take care of you, right? Whatever. And then for the next two weeks, you can still get sick from this vaccine. Yeah, because yeah, apparently it doesn't get into your system like it needs to. I get it. And then I got really badly sick. So I think I experienced the Delta variant. variant. I think I experienced that after the second dose because the second dose knocked me out. I had uh, body aches. I had It's the worst flu I've ever had. I'll say that, uh, at least that I can remember. I had bad cough. I had, um, uh, I was extremely fatigued. I at a point where I I couldn't even walk my dog on day three. I just couldn't. Wow. Yeah. So yeah. I had to get one of my neighbors to help me. I mean, I was knocked out by this thing. So, I, I just don't feel like it's fair to mandate something that could that has people thinking that. Maybe if it's just one in 60,000, one in 100,000 that get really sick or die from a vaccine, why should we force them to gamble with that if the vaccine hasn't proven to protect you fully from it? Look, my, my, my idea about this is I know people personally that have been affected by this vaccine negatively, right? Yeah, you've mentioned that. I have. Um, a good friend of mine from Australia actually even called me from the hospital um, and people were raising money to get him better. And now he has permanent damage. He has permanent heart damage from getting the vaccine. And, and he didn't even want it. He got it because he was being a good husband. And his wife was mandated to get it for work. And he said, you know what? You don't have to do it alone. I'll do it with you. Because she was afraid to get it. So he got it. And um, yeah, within a couple of days, um, he had a stroke. See? See? I mean... Yes, people can say, well, you know, it's, it's, it's collateral damage. And here's the problem. This is the worst problem is that after he went to the hospital because he had this damage, uh, they tried to eliminate the, any possibility of it being the vaccine. Wow. Come on. Which is like, it, you know, he was freaking out. And then at the end of the day, they said they, they, they actually boiled it down to a neuro, neurological problem. Hmm. It's like, and that's what they're doing. And that's the biggest problem is they're making it seem like you caused this. You know, you're like you're the problem. Yeah, like, like the vaccine wasn't the issue. The vaccine wasn't the issue. Sort of like um, how when you go to the hospital for anything, you go to the hospital right now for a broken arm, they're going to COVID test you. And this is one issue I have with some of the reporting. Okay, this is an issue I have with the reporting. Is how many of these deaths are COVID deaths or COVID-related deaths or deaths with people who have COVID? 
Apparently, they're working on that information now. Just so okay. you know, they're working on trying to filter it down. Okay. That this is actually public knowledge now. Good. Well, that makes sense, right? Because here's the thing. I was in Cuba recently, mm-hmm. right? Over the Christmas break. Shout out to my guy, Wahid. Um, Lube Express, by the way. Right. He's got shout a... Shout out Lube Express. Yeah, shout out Lube Express. They got a fucking 1010 Albion Road. You want to go get your tires changed. You want to get your fucking... Oh, that kind of lube. Oh, that kind of lube. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh, All wait. Right. What kind of lube are you thinking about? <laughs> Oh, I get it. I get it. I get it. So anyway, um, you know, he, he actually, him and I went over there. We were there with a few different people. Anyways, one of the guys we were with, a young guy, got a little excited one night, went out on the scooter, had a few drinks, didn't put on a helmet. And you know where this is going, right? Right. Boom. Okay. Yeah. Hit his head on the cement. Bad. Really bad. Panda eyes. All that shit, right? Anyway, they COVID tested him at the hospital, right? And it stopped me for a second. It really made me think. Why? He is not here for anything related to COVID. They need the numbers. So, but okay, now, I want to be fair. I want to say that they did that because they want to make sure if, in fact, he is sick, that he is protected while he's at the hospital. That's what I want to believe. But as I saw him laying there in extreme pain, and they jabbed this thing up his nose, and the, <laughs> without a care. I mean, this woman was just fucking just like freehanding it. Like, I don't yeah, understand yeah. why they don't no, take the it's, head. It's and... messed up, man. It's messed up. You don't even need to do that because now they have these rapid tests that you can just take from home. And the rapid just... tests are fucking garbage. Like you're not, you're, but you're not going to get nose raped, you know? This is true. Double vax. I feel the same as you. Uh, what do we got here? Believe it or not, Canada has one of the toughest drug laws in the world. That's another reason why it's taking them longer to approve that pill for it as well. I feel like that just has a lot to do with money. It's just money. The pill, yeah. I'm it's, not even, it's just money. I can't even get away. Listen, when it for me, I believe you don't need chemicals in your body. You don't. Because you're a vegan too. You should know better. I mean, we... Like, listen, I've done my fair share of chemicals in the past. Sure. I have. I think we've all have. Sure. But... You know, I've taken the whole natural path, like, to the extreme now. Like, I don't believe, I, I don't want to go to the hospital. Okay. I don't want to, yeah. you know, see a doctor. I want to, if, if I if something is wrong with me, I'm so in tune with my body these days that I kind of know what's wrong with me. And, and I kind of figured out how to naturally heal myself. Well, the thing is, like... Some people, it's just like I equate it to dentistry. Like, I have really bad luck with my teeth. I'll give right. you an example, okay? Yeah. Some people, they just never get cavities. They teeth don't fall out. Now, for me, it's different. I have problems. Like, I just, it doesn't take much for my teeth to, my teeth or gums to become an issue, okay? Mm-hmm. Some people just have that over other people. Some people get more sick than other people. Yeah. That's just a... No, that's true. That's you true. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Nobody's made the same. Nobody's ever really made the same. So whether your whether your your health is directly related to the changes you've made or just the simple fact that you're just lucky, right? Right. Like I don't get sick a lot either. COVID was the first time I've been sick in years. COVID is the first time I ever had anxiety. Oh, well, there you go. I've never had anxiety in my entire life. But you were life. married, weren't you? Like where's the drums, right? Um, I'll put that in post. As a producer, AWOL yeah. Productions, that's yeah, series. Yeah, yeah. Just okay. uh, throwing that, that out there for you guys. That was a good one. Um, but no, I've never had anxiety. I've never suffered from it. And then like this, I had a good seven, eight month long period where it was nothing but darkness and chest pains and heart arrhythmias, like like palpitations. Like it was it was wild. I was like, what is going on here? I was depressed. Yeah. Uh, even like, you know, like everyone was just like, what's wrong with you? You know, like, why don't you go to the hospital, figure it out? I'm like you know what? I got this. And then 
I realized it was just anxiety and like my my it was my body, my mind was telling my body, you know, like something's mm-hmm. wrong. Yeah. Like, you know, like the, this is weird and you're going through like a really tough period in life. And I was not used to this. Like, Good. you know, like you're not. Yeah. And going through the rabbit holes and seeing all the different things that people are saying, like, you know, um, there is a lot of weird people and a lot of weird, you know, conspiracy theories out there. There is, mm-hmm. you know, that like you, but as a, you know, I think you really have to filter the stuff out sure. because, you know, um, when you're staying up all hours of the night and you're yeah. looking at these things and yeah. you're just like, okay, what's real and what's not. Yeah. There's certain things that seem like they're real at the time, sure. but then you're just like, okay, the more, the longer you think about it, you're like, no, that's not right. Right. Well, no, exactly. Yeah. Um, you know, there's there's a lot of things that they really know how to dress up and make it seem like it's real. Um, you know, like there's a whole lizard people thing. There's a whole clones, like everyone, like there's clones of everyone out there and like all that kind of stuff. I'm just like, okay, you know, like how realistic is some of this stuff? I try to stick to the stuff that seems more likely to me. And, and number one, I trust my gut. Okay. If my gut tells me something that isn't right. Yeah. I go with that. And my gut told me from the very beginning that these vaccines, this isn't right. Because I used to watch journals all the time. I used to watch news. I used to knew, like, people forever, and you know this, before before COVID, how long did you need for a vaccine? 10 years? How long? Yeah, I don't know what the uh, rules around it are. But there is. It there, Like, yeah. it's 10 years. Yeah. Right? Like, people used to wait 10 years. They're like, oh, I'm not taking that. I'm not giving that to my child. 10 years and all of a sudden this thing comes in and i'm just like well what about you know like what about the long-term effects like well science science is is way advanced than when those other vaccines came out i'm like okay science however there's nothing a computer could tell you about what an actual body can do like well how it would react to how would react to something right like but let me ask you the question let me ask you a question to be fair to be fair we are in a situation where we need a solution now. Not necessarily, because I think they made it seem. Uh-huh. Okay. They made it seem like they need a solution now. But like I said, I took the Zelenko protocol. I listened to other doctors. Sure. I didn't listen to the mainstream doctors. Okay. And I listened to other guys that were saying, look, if you do this, if you actually, and look, this is actual, for me anyways, right. common sense. Eat healthy, exercise, sure. do those things. They always say that whenever there's a virus, it doesn't matter what it is, uh, most people are vitamin D deficient. Oh, yeah. Well, especially here. Right? Yeah. And we're so, actually fiber deficient as well. Yes. Yeah. So as long as you're able to have your vitamin D levels out, I'm pretty sure you're almost likely to survive just about anything out there. I mean, like, yeah, it's going to kick the crap out of you. Sure. But if you have the right levels of um, immunity. Mm-hmm you should be able to survive. Like, it doesn't matter what it is. You should be able to survive. And, and like I said, too, I also knew that we were being lied to. A lot of people didn't know we were being lied to. You know what? I want to I stop you there for a quick second. So one thing I want to mention is I know people in the medical field. I know some nurses. I know some doctors. Right. All right. One thing that I really want people who think uh, I'm anti-vax or uh, on the other side or even even for the people who are on the other side. I want to say one thing to those who are, let's say, pro-vax, right. pro-government, let's say. They seem to think that doctors 
all agree mm -hmm. that this is the right way. But what they don't understand is that many doctors don't agree. The problem is they're censored. You are not allowed. Correct. I'm not talking about McCullough. I'm not talking about Dr. Maloney. I'm not, or Malone. I'm talking about people I know that don't want to take the vaccine but have no choice. And if you speak up against it as a doctor or a nurse, as a medical professional, you're reprimanded for that. Definitely. So why don't they see that there is an element of control to push that narrative there? Because it, as an individual person, those people don't want to do it. But they have to. And that should scare you more than anything else. Right. I mean, the fact that they are silencing people, and this is the first time in history that uh, you have thousands of doctors globally. This isn't just a local problem. This is globally this is happening, right? right? Where they're silencing all these professionals. And some of these people are... Um, like they've won awards. You're talking about um, people that have worked close to presidents. Like Dr. Zelenko was, uh, he, he was a runner-up for a Nobel Prize. Well, there you go. You know what I mean? Like yeah. these guys are, are geniuses and yeah. they're being silenced. Yeah. Um, there was another theory that was going on out there. Thank God it didn't happen. But uh, there was another theory from uh, Dr. Geert Vandenbosch, who was, uh, he used to work for Pfizer. And he had a theory that because these were leaky vaccines, which is what they're they're called because they're not 100%. They don't kill the virus, right? So right. they're able to get out of your system. It's a leaky vaccine. Oh, makes sense. So he said, like, he was worried that there was a good chance that when it comes out of your system, because it's being suppressed in your system, it's just making finding figuring out a way to get stronger. And there's a possibility that with these variants that – you might end up getting a stronger variant in the end. You might. Well, hopefully it doesn't happen. Yeah. But, I mean, I think about that. I, when I heard that, I was like, you know, that sounds like it makes sense. And this is the thing, is it's not wrong to speculate. Mm -hmm. It's not wrong to ask questions. But he was silenced. He was silenced. I'm sure yeah. he was. Of course he was. Right? Because that, there's a whole different fear propaganda now. Yeah. It's not the fear propaganda they want. This is the challenge. You understand? Yeah. So this is the thing is that this is what worries me is that we live in a world where uh, and it's it's been proven so many times over. And it's just a simple idea that people just don't, don't see it. It's right in front of them. When ideas are proposed, when questions are asked, when scenarios are raised, why is it immediately blown out of proportion or discredited, discounted or silenced? It just it, they just won't allow it. And that's the problem, you see, because then they're forcing you to only see what they want you to see. And by they, yeah. I don't know if that's government, I don't know if it's corporation, I don't know what, but whoever is delivering the information is passing it through uh, a filter to be given to you. And then they try to convince you. Like when I saw fucking commercials for vaccines, like you guys are giving us commercials? What is this, a pair of shoes? Bro, is this Nike? what are you talking about? Vegas had... Uh, boobs for jabs. Like, what is that? They had Zanzibar oh, right downtown. Had like a peep show for like, you know, you, you can get a peep show and take a jab at the scene. Come on. I mean, like, if there's never been any red flags at all, that should be like, you know, I, I always use the analogy, uh, you know, the, the, the girl that's in a relationship and the guy's cheating on her. Yeah. And, but she still stays with him. 
Oh, like battered wife? <laughs> like that's literally ish, what's yeah. happening, in, yeah. you know, with these vaccines. I mean, with what they're telling you and, you know, like no matter what information you hear, you just choose to think, oh, no, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, no, yeah, we're yeah. Good. Just we're keep good. taking it. Yeah. yeah it's fine. Oh, yeah. No, they're, 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 they know what they're doing. Yeah. And um, and the problem, too, is that when something actually bad does happen with these vaccines, like I said, my friend, uh, you know, they're, they're calling it neurological yeah. Um, I have someone else that I just found out that took their third a couple of days ago, and she's also having up complete. It's always somehow it always ends up being in the heart for some reason sure. complication. Yeah, and um, they're telling her, "Oh no, they've done they've run many tests, and they, they're like, there's nothing wrong with you." It's like, you know, like are they like, do they actually know what's wrong with her, or is there, is this thing so messed up that? They don't really know what to narrow it down as. Listen, the fact that every person that goes through the hospital system gets tested for COVID. We're going to take a little break here in a few minutes, yeah. okay? In a minute. We've been going for an hour solid. And shout out to everybody on the Instagram as yeah. well. I'm going to just read their comments in a second. But um, anybody on there got some comments you want yeah, to share, see, questions, anything like that. that. We can, we can address them right there. I'm um, sure there's quite a bit. Yeah, well, yeah, there's actually quite a bit here. Yeah. Uh, someone said, hey, trouble. You're not a scientist. Oh. Right. oh, these are great. Oh, but he's just joking. I know uh, okay, is. okay, okay. But uh, you're not a scientist, though. Alex K for governor. I like that. All right. It sucks when we get forced to get the vaccine because of work, and we know that's that's been an, a huge issue. Yes, it has. Um, I got the like. See, I my business here, my studio. For everybody who's on your live right now, right? We're in a wall production studio. Can you show them my employee? Okay, so there, there you go. There's the my employee there. Look at the little puppers. She is, and I'm gonna show everybody she, on Instagram. She live. got bored. She got bored. She, she got, got bored. bored, and she's like, you know what? I don't want to talk about this crap anymore. So, so, go so she's sleeping. My employee is sleeping right now, and I want you guys to understand. I want everybody to know, as an employer, I did not mandate a vaccination for my my employee. <laughs> so she's unvaccinated right now. All um, right. So one person actually did say mass formation psychosis, which is something that uh, Doctor McCullough talked about a lot. Yes, we're going to get into that. I think we'll we'll get into that a little bit. I want to talk about McCullough in Malone. Um, I want to talk about Doctor McCullough, Doctor Malone's uh, testimony on uh, the Rogan podcast. And you know what's funny? Like, listen, I don't mean to brag, but you know, I knew about Doctor McCullough. And like you know, way back Dr. Malone, before they were way cool. before they were like on the Joe Rogan podcast, which was great because honestly, like if they weren't on, look, if they weren't on the Joe Rogan podcast, they still. I think a lot of people wouldn't have woken up to what's happening. I agree with you, because they don't have a place to speak about it. Correct. Absolutely. So like, you know, God bless Joe Rogan. Yeah, yeah. I hope he changes his stance on hunting and the way he views animals. Absolutely. Yeah. But you know what? I think having a um, a platform whereby it is not controlled by some major corporation. Well, they're trying to silence him. Uh, there was an open letter. I don't know if you heard about this. No, I haven't heard. There about was it. an open letter with 270 doctors uh, to Spotify <laughs> saying you need to take why because of the ivermectin shit. Well, the, the Dr. McCullough and Dr. Malone they want those podcasts silenced. Oh my god! And they've already been pulled off YouTube. But get this, I showed you what happened, right? So after they, there was 270 people who signed that, there was another 10,000 scientists that said, no, he's right. 
Wow. Wow. Okay, let me just quickly... <laughs> we're we're going to talk about that All in right. the second part, okay? I'm just going to go through here real quick. Um, it's a lot of chat and my stuff here. Not to brag. Mine's better than yours. <coughs> yeah, but better. I also only have like seven people yeah, on here. That's fine. What do we got here? Number that is passed here in Canada is low. Uh, okay, believe it or not, Canada is one of the toughest drug laws. Yeah, we've done that. I was in COVID tested at RVH when I was there a month ago. I fell outside an establishment and cracked two ribs. No test. That's interesting. Mm. There are over 35,000... 30,500 people in Can all of Canada who have passed away from COVID as sad. But if you look at other countries in the world who have had hundreds of thousands of people have died. Well, I think you're right about that, but that's a relativity. Um, like the Americans have a 10 times higher population, so they're probably going to have 10 times more death, mm -hmm. relatively speaking. Uh, it's sad. I mean, you should have all you should have seen his pill table. The number that is passed here is actually low. Da 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 da. Uh, anxiety is no joke. Really hard to deal with. Absolutely, many people suffering from anxiety because of what COVID has caused. Absolutely, lockdowns can hurt a lot more. Um, actually, one thing I want to make quick mention of before we go, okay. and I'm just going to ask you this question: All right. If if this is about your safety, if this is about your safety, why would they patent? Why would they put a patent on the virus on the vaccine? That's just a question I want to ask. I just want to ask. Okay, but do like you know that. how it, it like? Do you know how old that patent is? It's like eighties from the eighties, right? Yeah. We talk about the uh, no, no, no. So we're talking about the, the the COVID vaccines, the Pfizer vaccines. Yeah, yeah. But Are we that, talking about the mRNA? But no, we're talking about the COVID vaccines. They like the patent on those was before COVID even came out. Okay, so why put a vac? Why put a patent on stuff like this at all? Is my question. Yeah. Right, because if this it's is all to about save, money. it's about money. Exactly. Yeah. If this is to save lives, they have a patent that they will not release to allow other countries to make generic versions of this. Mm -hmm. Because you make a generic version of something, and guess what? Price goes way down. Right. All of a sudden, you don't have to pay. You know, however much they're paying for a vaccine, you can pay. You can make it for fucking five bucks. Well, hence why they decided to uh, say ivermectin's no good because it costs like literally it a costs penny. nothing. Costs nothing. It costs nothing, and all of a sudden you can make generic versions of ivermectin, and boom, the rest of the world can have it. And that is a precursor or prophylactic, whatever the fuck you called it. Yeah. Did you call it a prophylactic? Prophylaxis. Okay, prophylactic. Prophylactic's a condom, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. Um, so anyway, um, which essentially is the same thing. I mean, it's a preventative measure. Yeah. So basically, the point is, is like they can take stuff beforehand that could potentially help. And this is the thing is they should have investigated what could have helped prior to rather than jumping to the vaccine, which is what McCullough said, which is what Dr. Malone said. Right. But on that note, let's take a few minutes. All right. Okay. I got to take a leak. Okay. And, Do your uh, thing. Uh, yeah. It's a lot of information. Thank you. Yeah, all right. Yeah. I thought I, I wanted to share that with you and everybody who's listening. Normal people just say washroom, but you're welcome to say leak. Why do they call it a washroom? Because you wash there? Some people call it a bathroom. Do you take a bath in there? Not all bathrooms have a bath. True. So then you call that a washroom. Okay, let's get it. That'll be another another show. I think so. I think, so all the people on the live show. right now, do you call it a washroom, a bathroom, or a... Restroom. Restroom. You don't rest there. <laughs> Some people rest in the washroom. There you go. They take really long Wait, shifts. Wait, there's also powder room. Don't forget powder room. Powder room is the small room that only has the toilet and the... It's the half bathroom. Correct. Yes. But you go there to do coke. You don't... Well, that's true. So that is a powder. It is a powder. That is a powder. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good fucking point. And is it wrong for a man to say I'm going to the powder room? 
Right? Because women. I mean, if he's do doing it, powder, I mean, like, you know, he's doing it's coke. true. Because usually it's women that go to the powder room, yes? Yeah. Now, what about when they call it the little girl's room? Yeah, see, that's that's weird. That's weird, yeah, right? That's weird. I don't get that. Little boy's room. All right, let's take this break because I think, yeah, I think we need the break now. <laughs> okay. I think we need, this is where we need the break. All right. Uh, we'll be back on, guys, going to the can. There's one. <laughs> Washroom for the win. All right. Check one, one, two, one, two, one, two. All right, we're good to go up my end. All right, wicked. We are good. All right. Let me just make sure that we're getting some traction on the part two. Part two. Let's go. Came back from a break. We had that brief discussion about washrooms and bathrooms. Yeah, yeah. Right. How was the bathroom break? It was really good. Excellent. Excellent. Sometimes when you sit in a room with people, you can't fart. That's how I felt when the doggo was beside me. I was like, she's a lady, and, uh, you know, I, I want to hold my gas. That, see, that's respectful. Lady, do you see how respectful he is? Yeah, that's how it works. She she gets it. She appreciates it. But I did go in the bathroom, and I ripped a couple big ones. Okay, that's good. See, that's. They I were, bet you feel really good now. I do. I do yeah. feel really good. I feel really relieved. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I really want people to understand that farts matter. Mm. All right. Okay. <laughs> so Okay, get back on the subject. <laughs> All right. Oh, that's good. Okay, so uh once again, uh, so we just took a little few minute break. I'm here with um Alex K, DJ Alex K of the Anthem Kings. Do you want me to put some stuff in post? Yeah, you you're missing you know, if you're going to do a podcast and you're going to have someone huge, you know you need a siren and some gunshots. Is there someone huge coming? Oh. oh, all right, all right, all zing. Right. Okay, okay, no, but you're right about that. Uh, I'm gonna have to do that. I'll get some sirens. Like, you need the sirens, yeah. The air raid siren, yeah. Uh, gunshots. For if you have someone from Scarborough coming in, you need those. That's this is true. Yeah. I also offer vaccines in my studio. Okay. To all okay. my guests. All right. Would you like one? Um, no. Oh. No, I'm good. Are you okay. sh- you're anti-vax. I already then. have six. You're a racist. I already have six shots. You're a racist. I'm on my seventh. You are misogynist. And extremist. And an extremist. Correct. And you are anti-science. Correct. Because you don't want to get a jab. Yep. Terrible. You know, you're what's wrong with society. All right? Right. Not other, but not everybody else. But anyway, real quick, um, one of the things we talked about while we were on break, we've been going for fuck like an hour and change. It's been right. really, it's been really good talking with you, by the way. Oh yeah, like it's always a blast. Yeah. Well, wait, you're supposed to say something nice about me. Um, <clears throat> that's I, how this I like works. your, I like your hair. Uh, that's fine. Everybody likes my hair. Okay. Um. All right. So listen, one of the things I was uh, questions I have, right? Mm-hmm. Again, keeping in mind for everybody listening, I do have two vaccinations under my belt. The, Sorry about that. I know. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, and who knows? Maybe the two vaccinations are the reason that whatever virus I experienced the last few weeks or whatever was more mild. I would never know because I've been vaccinated. Okay. Uh, or whether the virus just kind of depleted over time and all these sort of things. But I got one question. We look at the conspiracy guys like 
like mm-hmm. me. Like you. Mm-hmm. You, guys are, you guys are crazy, right? Like, oh, yeah. how do you believe this stuff? And nah, 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 nah. Yeah. And this is why I wanted you on the show, right? But yeah. let, me, let me ask you a question. For all the people who, uh, ladies, <laughs> she's having fun with the wire. All the people who are um, really just propo- pushing this proponent that, like, there is something bigger happening. What if, what if that big thing did actually happen? Would these people be prosecuted to the full extent of the law? Do you think that anything would actually change? Like, let's say Pfizer came out or all the governments of the world, there was this massive conspiracy and they were all in on it and it's been exposed. Right. What do we do? Okay, here's the thing. So you have uh, a lot of it came out in Kazakhstan. I don't know if you heard about this story. Oh, that, I saw your story. I forgot to respond yeah. to you about that. So he, So in Kazakhstan right now, uh, there, the whole thing has been foiled because they tried doing um, the QR code in order for people to take money out of their bank accounts. What the hell, man? Right. So I mean, like that was that, that was it, their is that threshold. Fact? Is this fact or are we just? Yeah. So no, 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 no. This is like, yeah. That like, look, the media will never cover it, but I actually know people that were in there and covering the story. Okay. And like you oh, saw shit. it. Okay. Yeah. So like. The media, the media, you know that they haven't posted any of the uh, freedom oh, fighter. I didn't like, hear anything. Right? You haven't yeah. seen anything, and you, you know they're marching all over the world. There's millions of people that are against what's happening, but you know they won't, they won't share it. They won't. Of I mean, course not. This is something you have to research for yourself. True. That's why when they say, you know, you have to do your own research, you know, like a lot of people think, oh, okay, that's like a generic term. Yeah. But you know what? Like it's you know if if you're there and you've already established the networks, sure, and you start to see things that are happening sure. around raveling all over the world. The problem is, is you have a lot of people such as, sorry, yourself that don't know what's happening all over yeah. the world that have no idea what's happening. Yeah. And that's why I'm just like, if I see something, I'm like, how, how do they not like, how do you not see this? Yeah. But, but you're, no, you're, like, you're looking in a specific place, but I'm already there and yeah. I've been there for yeah. two years. Right. Yeah. So like, cause I've, I've done, I've, this is where I've been the last two years. A lot of yeah. people have been here. Yeah. I've been, Sure. lurking everywhere trying to look for ways to like figure out what's going on so because i never trusted the government sure so um Same, you know in, in kazakhstan right yeah. so right now they tried to they, they actually nice. it, it's actually wild so not nice they, <laughs> <laughs> sorry man you can't say kazakhstan without a little bora yeah true true but they um they they said no, because this is actually I think the plan. I mean, there's other places that are ahead of us. Sure. Uh, there's Israel that's a little bit ahead of us. Israel is on their fourth, fourth job now, I think. And yeah, they're they're doing like you have to have a QR code to be able to get a green pass. They call it there uh, to be able to get McDonald's. Come on. Yeah, yeah, like it's wild. Like you can't even get McDonald's. Ironically, you can't get something unhealthy for you without having without a having a green. Anyways, um, but. So in Kazakhstan, that was the that was it. They were like, "Hey, you know, QR code is this is it. We're done." And within 24 hours after they announced that you can't get your money out of your account, uh, they literally started burning down government houses, uh, buildings. Um, the they actually the prime minister fled along with their health uh, ministers. Uh, they all left. They all fled. They fled. <laughs> they left the country. Uh, right now, Kazakhstan has no government. There, you know, uh, the police they bounced. Uh-huh. Uh, the army's against them too. Um, so now it's just it's it, everything's just gone wild there. But you know what? Like, 
people don't want a QR code to take money out of their accounts. Like that is, but I think that's the end game. I think, you know, like there's been a lot of conspiracies out there, okay. but then when you start seeing what's happening around the world, right. there's other countries that are ahead of others. Of course, because they all have the same narrative, you, you're like, okay, wait a minute. So if this is happening here and then eventually it gets here, and then you start seeing things somewhere else, and then it starts to make its way around. Okay. You kind of get an idea, okay, well, I guess this is what they're planning. So what you're suggesting is that global leaders, mm -hmm. uh, and, and maybe this is not what you're suggesting, maybe this is not what you believe in, but this okay. is what you're speculating on, is that these global leaders all have an agenda that is moving in the same direction. Correct. Some people are moving quicker than others. Sure. It's just It's just like, you know, how far are you willing to go? How far, how... Like, how obedient do you think your people are? How far can you push them before they push back? And, you know, it's just like, you know, if you push a little bit, are they going to resist or are they going to take it? How far can you go? And then that's what that's what I think these lockdowns are about, because, you know, you they, they, they give you a little bit of freedom and then you're like, OK, everything's going back to normal and boom. Now you're in lockdown again. Well, you know, there's, it's like the, um, oh, come on. What the hell is that experiment called, man? You know, the one where you I give the dog the treat, the dog, the bell? Yeah. No, I don't know, but I, I know where you you're know getting what I'm talking at. About. I think yeah. a lot of people are going to get what you're talking about. Right. It's the, it's the you know, you, you ring the bell, you give them a treat. Ring the bell, right. give them food, whatever. Um, and that's sort of, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they're doing human, you know, experiments with these sort of things, right? And and it's not that these experiments don't work because, you know, there's, there, there are groupthink experiments that happened so many years ago where people sit in the same room. You got seven people. Four of them are actors. Five or six of them are actors. And you got one person who's an actual individual coming into an experiment. And the experiment is just to see how far they're willing to be individual before they start to collapse to the idea that everybody around them uh, or the social um group think is the key to the responses yeah like like there was um um uh, like you know there's things but they'll say like oh you know do they think this is red or this is blue and you know it's clearly red you know it's mm -hmm. clearly red and you're going to yeah. suggest it's red but when you start to notice everybody around you saying blue you start to feel like oh shit yeah yeah that's been an experiment yeah yeah right yeah. but that's no different right there's no difference to what's happening here like people are following but this you know, is more about how far are you willing to push people not really this isn't like feeding them with something this is more like how much can we take away from you that you know you're willing to how much are you willing to lose right um, right, yeah. So, yeah. you know, this is um, it, it's it's crazy because there is a theory that I do really believe that is happening. Like, I don't know if you want to hear this. I do. But is this one of those dark conspiracy down the rabbit hole? So this is this is something that I heard from a Scottish. It was a lady from Scotland okay. uh, that spoke on this doctor. And she had spoken about how, you know, why do they need to get a vaccine into everyone? Why is this happening? Why is that happening? Well, here's the problem right now is that, you know, with all these places that are are going bankrupt, all these countries that have spent all their money on vaccines and, um, you know, bankrupting businesses like, you know, how you notice how all the small businesses are the ones hurting from this. Right. Yeah. So they don't want these businesses to exist in the future because uh right now you have guys like you have a guy like elon musk who's creating artificial intelligence at a rapid pace and they're saying within the next 10 years 
about 80% of the people will not be needed in the workforce anymore. Well, take a look. I mean, you go to the grocery store now, you're checking out your own stuff. Yeah, so... And they sell that with the time, with the convenience factor. Now you can even do your own uh, vegetables, your produce in that that same thing. So the conspiracy theory is that they are uh, injecting you with something in these vaccines that is collecting information. And that's why they need to get it into every person because they're trying to get gather as much information for AI. And so when the time comes, um, everyone is going to be completely bankrupt. It's, it's inevitable. Countries are going to be uh, out of control and, and serious that, and then you're going to have a one world government because you're going to have, um, the uh, not the World Health Organization. What's the other CBC? one? CDC. No. Um, United the, Nations. U, uh, United Nations uh, is going to come in and basically say we'll with the with the World Bank and basically buy out all the countries, all the land, and then that's how they're they're going to do the whole Great Reset thing, where it's going to be like, okay, well now you own nothing. Yeah. Because <laughs> your your countries went bankrupt, so we purchased your land we purchased your property you have nothing now so that's look that's one theory and when i actually looked into it and i heard this at the beginning i was like this can't happen but it can sure it can and it's 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 more realistic than let's say aliens or like other theories that are out there, like killing everyone, a mass depopulation. Yeah, like There's that, a, I don't agree like th- with Those that. are things that are like less likely. This one I listen to, and I'm just like, wait a minute. It seems like, like we it are in sense. debt. Yeah. We are in debt. This is true. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's no consequences for any of these debts. Um, there's a lot of things that just started to start thinking about. I'm like, you know, what if that, that could happen? That could happen. And if they're trying to push this whole Great Reset with, you know, you have uh, Schwab. I don't know if you heard of from. I don't know if you know the World Economic Forum at all. No. Okay, so that's yeah. something to look into. Like the Great Reset. Like they, you know, this guy. Uh, call, uh, what's his name? Schwab. Something Schwab. Anyway, so he's the one. He kind of looks like this Doctor Evil person. Okay. And he's kind of like the leader of the World Economic Forum, and he's the one that's really pushing for this to happen. And he's saying the next thing that we should be worried about is um, at, um, t- attacks on our um, internet, like uh, cyber attacks. So, and they are pushing to try to do like a cyber, and if these cyber attacks do happen, the problem is that it could, they do have the possibility of crashing the market. Here's the thing. The problem is <clears throat> these theories, sometimes you have to come up you, you know, people are out there speculating what could happen in the world, and they never, they may never come to light. Just like inventions, certain inventions may never come to the light. They may never be anything. Yeah. But just because they were never anything, they never exploded, doesn't mean they were never, you know, viable candidate. And it's scary to think that these are even out there. Right. But the idea is that people can dream these things up, and some yeah. of them. But then, the, but then it's not it's not crazy far fetched to see like, like we run everything is run by money. I mean, look at just look at for a second, um, YouTube. Right, I talked about someone on the podcast. I forgot what it's like to have free YouTube, like yeah. to have YouTube with no ads. Yeah. Right. But eventually, right, they trade off your time, or your data for money. And yeah. what are they doing with your data? They're selling your data. This is a fact. 
They this are is a data. fact. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like you know, you know what really uh, blew my mind many years ago. I downloaded a free notepad on my iPhone, and I was, I'm a songwriter, so you know, I have a notepad on my phone, I'm writing yeah. raps and writing lyrics, whatever. And as I'm downloading it, it's asking for permissions. So it's a free download. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, permissions it, are like insane. It, it's asking for permissions to my photos and video. It's signing why? your it's signing your life away. But it's why? Your life away. Why at that moment? Why? As when I realized, why do they need access to my photos and videos? This is a free notepad, but it's because it's free, dude. You heard, you know Oculus? Have you heard of Oculus? I have not. Okay, so Oculus uh, is a is one of those three dimensional. Like glasses, the, the the virtual reality glasses okay. that you put on, right? It's. Uh, have you heard of um, what they're planning on doing? This whole virtual reality, the uh, metaverse. Have metaverse, you heard of the metaverse. Like Facebook. Yes. Crazy. But by the way, Mark Zuckerberg is not a human being. You understand yeah. this? This guy is a machine. So the whole purpose of it is to basically take you out of real life yeah. and put you in this metaverse, right? Yeah. So, you know, it, it's it's actually. This is how ridiculous that things are getting, right? So, uh, a friend of mine told me he's like, you know, I've been in, I've been in there. I had these uh, virtual goggles on, this Oculus, and he like. Wait, you done this or your friend did this? My friend did it. I want to so try. So he it. has them. Okay. Yeah, he's gonna bring them over one day. But like, he's let like, me know. I'll let you know. Okay. So I'll try to get him to bring them here so you can try it as Even well. Even better. But he actually paid money to go to a football game. On Oculus. Get the fuck out of here. So what happens is, fu- bro, I'm telling no you. Way. So you put these goggles on, and it feels like you're actually at the <laughs> game. On. And not only are you at the game, you are front center on the field. Wow. Right? So you pay big money, but you're actually on the field, and it feels like you're there. So this is what they do. This is like they have camera angles everywhere so you could see everything. They put you right in the game. And even said, like, he got some uh, um, apps where you can even watch, like, porn. And it actually feels like you're... Come on. Yeah. Come on. It's, 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 he's like, you can only stay in there for, like, a couple of hours because you can really get lost in that world, right? So I think that is, that is like, the end game with the metaverse. I know that he's trying to make it so that, you know, you don't have to travel to, like, let's say, yeah, my yeah. family's in Greece... He wants to put you in Greece without actually being in Greece right, next right. to your family. Right, of course. Okay, right? but see, this is where this is where I, and I'm sorry to cut you off. No, no, go ahead. This I, want, is, I want your opinion on this. This is where you can start to peel back the layers of the onion a little. Right. And you'd be like, okay, well then lockdowns and vaccines. And then it's like shutting down NBA games because of COVID outbreaks and shutting down it because you can replace all of these things if you show that they're replaceable. Yeah. Right? So this is where, like, the conspiracy theories, they get a little bit more credibility as you go because if you're like, okay, if you start at the end and you say this is what they want and then you start to peel back, you can sort of tie some things together. You can make some connections. Like, NBA was shut down and then they had virtual fans. You were a virtual fan, but you weren't actually there. But all of a sudden, the metaverse can make you a virtual fan now. Correct. Couldn't it? Yeah, it can. Yeah, you right. could be at the concert. You could be wherever you need to you be. You could be on stage, yeah. right there with them. Yeah, that is crazy. It's crazy. Like a lot, like a lot of people are intrigued by it, but me, I'm outraged because I'm just like, hey, you know, that's gonna take away from people's exercise. Uh, no one's gonna care. Like no one's, gonna, you know what? It's 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 really a distraction from, and that's the problem is that there's a lot of distractions from what's really going on, and that's 
that's where things get really messed up is because every there's distractions here, there's distractions there. It's nothing but distractions. Dude, the last two years has been distractions. I actually feel like the last two years we've been living in some twilight zone. I can't believe it's been two fucking years. Yes, but it's not even just that, bro. Like, it's not even just COVID. You, you, you just like everything has changed. People have changed. They have. And it's just, you know, it's like true. I even noticed it in Barry. I'm telling you, when I live in Barry, when I first moved to Barry, it was like the nicest people, like, you know, holding the door open for you sure. to get into the mall, you know, like just like really nice. Everyone was genuinely like, there's still people out there that are nice, but it's not the same. Like no. now it's just like, it's almost like every man for themselves. Yeah. And that's just how it is in the world right now because everyone's kind of, they, they've programmed people into having social, that's why they say social distancing because they're programming people into being independent and not talking amongst each other. So this is actual programming that's happening right now. And I mean, like, you don't have to take my word for it. You sure. can see that's happening. Sure. So like, th this is an interesting theory. I, 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 I agree. I, I tend to agree. Okay. Like, they're, like, right now, we're just kind of, like, having to be in our own little bubble. That's what they're trying to train us. Just, like, no, you social distance. Don't be out there. You can't do this. You can't do that. Don't be in any social settings. That's why, like, they don't want restaurants. They don't want because these are all social settings. That is very, very interesting, man. Let me just send this out to somebody. Delirious just joined. Shout out DG Delirious. Got a, <laughs> the, I bet you he's got a lot to say. <laughs> man, lady farted. Lady farted. It smells really bad. Lady. Ross. What is it? Rusty. Oh, my God. That is disgusting. I feel the same. Inception coming to reality. Uh, hi, lady. Ciao, Bella. Uh, anyway. So... <clears throat> Before we, I guess before we wrap, this this has been great. I, I could probably keep talking to you. I'll be honest with you. This is really wait, hang on, hang on. Before before we change the subject, I know there's something you're really dying to talk about. Is there Chris Sky? Oh, let's talk about Chris Sky. I know, I know, you really want to bring Thank it up, you. and I didn't want to let you forget about Thank it. Thank you so much for bringing that up, man. Honestly, because I would have forgot. Um, that's partly due to my brain just kind of just running wherever it goes. Um, okay. Let's talk about Chris Sky. Yeah. Let's talk about it. Okay. I don't know. Um, like, I'm not a follower of his. Mm -hmm. I don't know enough about the guy. Right. But I've seen the stuff that's posted to social media. You know, he looks like a little bit of an oddball. A douchebag. Let's be honest. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He looks yeah, like a douchebag. Yeah, this is it. But he's got a following of people. And for what it's worth, for what it's worth, he hasn't. He said some stuff, right? And he's been right about it, right? So, so here's the thing, <laughs> <laughs> and that screws everybody up because no one wants to believe that someone that looks like that is telling the truth. Yeah, that you know what I mean. Like if, and you know, I think you would have such a bigger reach. And my girlfriend talks about this all the time. She's like, you know, like I really need to style the guy because <laughs> like leave it up to a female, right? She's like, but she's she's right, you know. Like if I, if I was if he was to walk around with a suit instead of uh, you know, wife beater, if that's even allowed in 2022. Um, you know, <laughs> if he was walking around... We shouldn't you know, call more... it a wife beater in 2022, by the way. <laughs> we should probably call it a tank top 
<laughs> all right, let's call it a tank top. Yeah. All right, okay. Yes. All um, right. All we should probably, as a disclaimer, we are very sensitive to yes uh, women uh, domestic violence uh, victims. This was not an all in any way to no. make light of that. They are called wife beaters, just as something that they've been called for many, many years. I just thought we should put that disclaimer out there because you just never know today. You just Correct. never you know. Never know. Okay, never so know. he was if he wasn't just some person wearing a tank top, I like it. And shades and shorts. Um, With big teeth. Correct. He's got those big teeth. See, those that, are fake okay. teeth, right? All right, maybe. So if he wasn't, if he was well-dressed, well-spoken, I'm pretty sure he would have a, a bigger reach. You might be right, dude. I mean, part of it is just how he carries himself. Right. But I think that's the allure of Chris Guy to some people is that he's your average show. He's your regular guy. I'm you. You are me. And we're all fighting the same fight. But is he really like a regular guy? He's like know. he's like this big buffed up like Jersey Shore like person, right? I <sighs> mean like he's he's not really just, I'm your regular guy. You're our regular guy. Like there's you know what I mean? Like he's not DJ he's, delirious. <laughs> tank tops are offensive to tanks. <laughs> All right. Okay. That's pretty good. That was That's good. pretty good. I had to stop you for that. But okay. No, but you're right though. He is not but I but I guess what I'm saying is like he is not that guy in the suit. Right? He is the everyday average Joe. He's yeah. the guy who uh, you know, shops at the same grocery stores you do and, you know, essentially, you know, lives the same kind of life. Everybody yeah. lives a bit of a different life. But the thing is, um, I uh, I know he's been trying to he's been silenced a number of times, but he's also got a criminal record. He's got a criminal history, but that doesn't also mean that just because you have a criminal history, that what you're saying doesn't hold any water. I'll give you an example. Mm -hmm. um, there's a there's a vegan animal rights activist by the name of Joy Carpstrong. Mm -hmm. Okay, somebody I followed from the time I went vegan, and I've been following since. Um, and he, he has a criminal past. Uh, done time in, in jail, I think prison, I'm not sure, maybe six months. Maybe if it was prison, it wouldn't be six months. But um, anyway, uh, gang violence, you know, brutal past, all this stuff. But now he fights for animal rights, and he's, yeah. he's not hurting people. It doesn't mean that because he's had a criminal past that what he's saying has no value. In fact, they always try to go back and take that criminal past and tie it to him as a means to discredit Right. Kind of like pooling anti-vaxxers or whatever into this fucking group of misogynistic and blah, blah, blah. So with Chris Skye, it's the same thing, right? Like the guy, what he's saying kind of has some merit. Did you watch that interview? I believe it was from like a year last summer. Not the summer just passed, but it was the summer before that. There was an interview with Chris Skye in his, like, you know, like in, in his beachwear. And literally word for word... <laughs> That he said in this interview okay. happened. Oh, so word for word. There you go. Word for word. There you go. And you're just like, you see it a year later and you're like, you know, as much as you don't want to believe what right. he said is the truth and how many people make fun of him. Okay. I mean, that's the way I noticed that people have been discrediting people this entire time. The last two years is just trying to insult There's no, yeah. like, that's that's been the way to silence people is by insulting them. Yeah. Um, yeah. I can't tell you how many times I've been insulted, like on social media. It's, yeah. it's actually wild, right? And was I one of those people who insulted you? I, I probably. Yeah. I, I I remember people would just say, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna listen to a DJ." It's like, 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 why does that matter? Why does your profession make you less credible than somebody else? 
Right? It's look, you know what? Like my profession doesn't mean I'm smart or I'm stupid. Hey, you speak very well, by the way. Thank and you. for what it's worth, you might have some, you know, conspiracy theory stuff going on in your mind. I don't know what it is, but you know your stuff. Like, you don't stammer when you talk about it. I'm yeah. looking you dead in the eyes. They can't see this, but I'm looking yeah. you dead in the eyes. You haven't looked away. You, no. your, your attention is so laser focused. You know what you're talking about. Yeah, whether I agree with it or whether I don't agree with it, you are informed. I'll give you that. Well, because it's been my life the last two years. <laughs> it's been consuming Right, it's been consuming my my life because I want to look out for myself and I want to look out for my friends and family. Sure. Um, so you, you have know, friends? That's fucking awesome, man. <laughs> Lucky man. So you know, I, I'm a protector. Yeah. Uh, that's just who I am. By you know, I'm Asian. You know, and I think, um, you know, if I ever came down to it, you know, it's, that's that's my duty is to protect my family and my friends. Yeah. So that's why for me, it, it's very vital to know this information, and I think a lot of people are misinformed in the sense where I'm not doing this, I'm not speaking, I'm not speaking out loud and speaking on social media for for the bad. Sure. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not saying this to insult anyone or try sure. to, you know, kill anyone. Yeah, I'm trying to help everyone. You the know, best I'm, way I'm you trying, know how. I'm try, yeah, like the only thing I can do is is like try to, you know, maybe open your eyes to a different perspective. I mean, I could be wrong. Yeah. But on the off, you know, you said that you took the vaccine on the off chance that you, you know, might get it. Yeah, and you, you, make you, it very you sick might, or you die. might get very sick and die, right? Yeah. See, I didn't take it on the off chance that I might get sick and die, right? Right. So, like, we both, you did it for the same reasons I didn't do it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But I was like, okay, let me look at an like another another way around sure. it, where it's not the vaccine. There's got to be a natural way where I can at least prepare myself for it. And that's what I did. I did my research to try to find alternate paths. Yeah. And, but that, I mean, that's just, that just makes us different. That makes us who we are. Sure. You take your way. I take my way. Yeah. And now you drink beet juice. And now I drink beet juice. And you dress like Beetlejuice. For Halloween. Yes. Oh, only Halloween. Just Halloween. Ah, <laughs> Halloween. But no, but that makes perfect sense. Like, and I like how you specify that you took the vaccine. You didn't take the vaccine for the same reasons I didn't take, or I did take the vaccine. The opposite reasons of such, right? Mm-hmm. And it's it's fair. I I don't think I don't think you should have to take the vaccine to protect anybody but yourself. If it in fact is going to protect you, yeah. Uh, I think you should have the choice to be able to do that. Um, I took the vaccine because of my what was presented in front of me and the what-if scenario was in play. Um, and that's part of it. But that's part of the fear propaganda as well. So there's so many things tying uh, tying it in. And quite honestly, I don't discriminate, like even just just for the record, so I could, as a vegan, like I can sit in the room with somebody who eats animals and I can have a meal with them. Okay, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of vegans that can't do that. Yeah. I disagree. I tend to I tend to disagree because I think that people have to stop sti- sticking so close to their side that they're not willing to see the other side. You have to see both sides of the coin. Absolutely. Especially since you were on the other side at some point, right? Yep. I ate animals. Yep. I did. So for me to start alienating people because of their beliefs, which I once had, it's wrong. I believe it's wrong. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I wouldn't sit here and um, vilify you for not having a vaccine and say I can't spend time with you. That's fucked up. I, I can't see it being that way. No, and I I think it's like that with everybody. I think it's more the media that's creating the hate. Yeah, more than people actually 
yeah. you know, thinking about it on their own. I think, um, you know, because I ask all my friends all the time, do you have a problem with me being unvaccinated? No. Like, you know, so you know it's the media that's causing the problem. Well, exactly. They're the ones that are trying to cause because, like I said, they need to get the vaccine in everybody. So That's the thing. It's very weird, right? It's very weird. It's like they're just, they're trying everything and anything to get in everyone. And yet, and you know what? I could see the narrative before it happens. Like, someone will show me an article and they'll say, oh, uh, in this article they'll say, oh, five-month-old uh, five baby uh, dies of COVID. And I'm just thinking in my head, I'm like, now they want to go after kids. Yeah. Like, that's the first thing that comes to my head. It's like, hang on a second. <laughs> you're, you're telling me that now, all of a sudden, we're like a year and a half into this thing, and you're telling me that a five-month-old baby yeah. died of COVID. Yeah. So to me... That said to me, okay, you know, they went after they're, the they're old people first. Up. Yep. They went after the old people. Then they went after the kids, which we know are like nothing happens to them. And now, you know, I think the next thing, the next move they're going to try to do is go after babies. And like, it's just like, you know, like to me, just, I, like I said, I'm a protector. So to me, like, I, like that was how I saw it. I, like whether it happens or not, we'll but see. But that's where your brain is going. That's where, my, that's where my brain is going. But that's not, it's not crazy to think, see, this is what, and again, maybe I am more on the other side than I think, but it's not crazy to think that if they're going to do this, you have to set a precursor. You have to get out there early. You have to get in front of it. Uh-oh, something is happening, um, and, and it's like cause and effect, if that makes sense. Yeah. Look, at, look at what happened. Uh-oh, we have to have a solution. Oh, guess what? We do, right? It, it, I'm not opposed to believing that what you're saying has some merit to it. Like, it, if they're going to... And and then and on one side, if they want to use this as an actual means to protect, wouldn't they then have to come out and create a cause or at least suggest a cause for them to protect? Like if yeah. their baby is not sick, there's no reason to protect babies. Right. So that's why they had to say that a baby died of COVID. So that now you can say, okay, oh, you know, maybe we should get our baby Well, vaccinated. and then a bunch of people go out and they panic and they start getting their kids, their babies tested. Yeah. And the babies test positive. Yeah. Right, and also because the testing system is completely skewed. I mean, it's flawed to fuck. Right, like even just these rapid, rapid antigen, rapid, rapid antigen tests. Yeah, um, they're, they're very flawed. Absolutely. Everybody who tested from my party, everybody who tested tested negative. Then they tested positive. Oh, so you made them test for the? Party. I didn't make them uh, test. They all went and tested. Oh, they all everybody went and wanted tested. to okay. test. I didn't yeah. test. All right, I didn't. I was like, well, I'm pretty sure I got COVID. Like, I yeah. don't know what else I could have here. And if I don't test, but they all do, I mean, I'm pretty sure I can go off of what results they have right right so maybe some people will say well that's crazy how could you do that and like why wouldn't you go test but like what does it matter i'm gonna have to do two tests which i gotta pay for out of pocket and the i was looking on cbc i was on youtube and they were saying like the test the rapid antigen test doesn't actually tell you if you're covid positive but it tries to tell you how contagious you are it's some weird thing you know the, these tests are absolutely the weirdest things on the planet yeah. because a lot of them are also cash grabs, right? So recently, Delirious was in the States. I don't know if he told you about this. So he was he went to go visit family in New Jersey. When? How so recently? This was during the Christmas holidays. Oh! So he went there, and he said that, uh, you know, to get a test to come back into Canada. So going into the U.S. is no problem. He didn't need the vaccine, yeah. passport, nothing. But he said coming back into Canada, 
he had to do a test, right? Yeah. But the test for that is two hundred forty dollars. Wow. Like, why is that one two hundred forty dollars? Why is it that you can go to like Shoppers Drug Mart? Yeah. Whatever, you just get like a rapid antigen test sure. for you know twenty five, forty bucks, whatever it costs. Which shouldn't shouldn't be a cost, anyways. I'm just saying. But you know what I'm saying. But and then they're giving away millions, like at schools and stuff. They're giving the kids stuff. Like t- tests, like are flying all over the, the shelves. Yeah, like yeah, they're yeah. flying everywhere. Right yeah, now, yeah, right. But why is that one? Why is it that if you're gonna fly out, if you're gonna fly yeah, what in, what makes that one so different? Why is that one? It's punitive. Why is it's that punitive. one expensive? They're punishing you. That's what it is. It's punitive. They're like, all right, you guys want to go fly? We're going to make maximum dollar off you, and we're going to make you pay for it. It's the yeah. same fucking thing. It's punitive. Yeah. Everything they're doing is punitive right now. They don't want you to travel because apparently apparently, it, it's going to create more problems. Let's talk about the fact that they didn't fucking put a dollar into the hospital system. This hospital system is in the same shit that it's been in for the last couple of years when they were talking about lack of beds talking about lack of icu well why aren't you guys putting money there why are you guys cutting from the hospital why are you guys hiring back sick nurses and medical professionals that is actually the weirdest thing i ever heard by the way crazy that they're actually hiring back sick nurses because they're vaccinated but not hiring back this the is unvaccinated punitive. nurses that are negative this is punitive they want to punish people wild but that's what it is. Wow. You can't tell me. You can't be anyone else. Like, you cannot look at me from with a straight face and say to me, I'm not an anti-vaxxer. I'm not, an anti, I'm not a conspiracy theorist guy. But you can't tell me that what they're doing makes sense when people are sick. Has anything made sense? Let's be honest. Quite honestly, no. Nothing's but, made sense. But I want, I'm trying to gear this towards people who really think that some people are too far off. Right. Then ask them this question. When someone is sick... Just like we go back to that meme, which we never really discussed. The woman is in the house. Right. House is on fire. Fireman shows up. Fireman shows up. The woman goes, excuse me, are you are you vaccinated? And he's he goes back out and says, it looks like the lady died anyway. Right? The reason for that is because they're creating a situation where it's like, well, now if you're not vaccinated, well, I'm not vaccinated. You don't like me. But when you need me, it's okay. It's convenient. Right? Yeah. Let me give you another, uh, a real life, not just a meme, but a real life incident that happened in Barrie. Um, you know, just uh, over the last five months, there was a fi- uh, sorry, we had a tornado run through Barry. I don't know if you remember that. Uh, yeah, 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 I do. I do. Yeah, we had a tornado. Yeah. Oh, that was a bad one. Yeah, it was a bad one. Yeah. Ripped through the town, and uh, a bunch of houses got got affected like really bad. Lost their roofs. Like it was wild. Um, but I gotta tell you, the entire community came together to help. You know, like everyone was there to help each other through a really tough time and no one asked are you vaccinated right because it didn't matter it didn't matter you know this is all you know it's 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 all just a facade made by the mainstream media we actually do care about one another when it counts right but like on the surface yeah we all hate each other because the mainstream media is telling us to hate each other but when it when push comes to shove i think i think we actually do you know, if there was ever a real situation where we needed each other, I think we're going to be there for each other. And I think that's like just maybe it's the Canadian values that we have. It could be something Canadian. Nature. It's probably just human, it's human nature. nature. I don't know what it is, but I believe a lot of this hatred is coming from the narrative. It's not coming from ourselves because we are good people. Listen, hatred, hatred and uh, uh, 
not just racism, but uh, discrimination. This is all learned behavior. It is all learned behavior, right? Yeah, it's the same way when I tie it to veganism, okay? We are told to love one animal, but we kill another, right? Um, if I were to put a baby in a room with a carrot and a rabbit, which one is the baby going to play with? Which one's the one baby going to eat? Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. But you teach them. Right? You put a big a pig and a dog in the same room, baby's gonna love them the same way. But at some point the baby's gonna want to grow up and they're gonna eat that pig because they're gonna be taught to. All of this is learned behavior. So like you said, fun like down to our fundamentals, we are going to look out for others. And we're still not gonna all love each other, that type of thing, but when push comes to shove, but because of the external noise that gets pushed down through mass media and which is a which is just a form of filtration coming from higher up and higher yeah. up and higher up and higher up which is why i think the government's full of shit because it's all controlled by money anyways exactly we're just being given one side of a story and it's all learned and taught to us i'm with you bro i think uh i think some of your stuff is pretty uh it's pretty interesting to hear not everybody and i don't agree with all of it some of the stuff is kind of cool um but it is interesting to think about what could yeah. be look i'm not here to to say everything i'm saying is facts and you should believe everything i say we're yeah. just having a discussion Absolutely. And, and you know take what you will yeah i'm going to take whatever it is that you say into consideration yeah. too like there's things you know this is why we have discussions this yeah. is why the world is built on discussions, yeah, absolutely. You, know, you, you can't like right now. You're having too much censorships where, you know, you're not able to have these discussions. Agreed. Like, are we going to be censored? Probably. Probably. You're going to go like, on we, fucking said, Facebook jail. We, now. we said vaccines. Like, well, I'm already on Instagram jail. So that's what I'm saying. You're going to join. Yeah. You know. Um. But you know, I think the biggest problem that we have at this present time is I'm out of beet juice. Oh, and that's rough. Like it's that must be making your mouth hella dry too. It's it's bad. So yeah. I think it's time. You know, I think I think we need we should, to wind it break. down and maybe we should segue into something else before you know. Yeah, you want to want to call it a day? Uh, we've been going almost two hours. Yeah, too. we've been this going on for my longest yeah. episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah my okay. longest episode. Yeah, okay, and so I think we can go all night. I we mean, probably. Can. And I gotta stay ahead of the weather because we're apparently we're getting some blizzard. Oh, I heard about that. Yeah. yeah. So okay, yeah. no, no, no. We'll get you out of here. Okay. So before we let's just let's just quickly pivot off. So, um. Music. Just talk to me about your music. What do you do? How long have you been DJing? Um, I was a, I was a fan of DJ Delirious's, and then that's right. how I ran into you. Okay. Um, and then you know we got to. I think we we, we published one track together that was on Z103, and it was on a bunch of different places. Nobody. Nobody. That's right. You guys remixed it. Yeah. Uh, I'll be honest. I liked I liked my original beat. I like the original beat better. But hey. Okay. It is what it is. Yeah. Look, that's, you know. It's everyone to everyone's discretion. Everyone, everyone has the same it's taste. Subjective. It's you know, subjective. Just like you got two vaccines, I got none. That's right. Um, and you're wrong for that. By correct. The way. Yes. Um, <laughs> so, I don't know. Like you know, we could sit here and talk all all about my career and everything that I've accomplished and things that I've done. Uh, you know, but I don't know how to how to really kind of condense it. Uh, well, you've I, done remixes for official remixes for Pitbull. Yeah, me and Delirious have. Uh, well, we opened for Pitbull and Enrique Iglesias. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, yeah. Back at the uh, ACC. Oh, it was just it was just wild. Like man, that was like thirty thousand people. Like crazy. That was wild. Crazy. Uh, actually, funny story. Um, you know, the crowd wasn't really into my DJing. They were just, you know, it's like I was just there as filler. Okay. Because they're, you know, they they're waiting for your Enrique and. Is it because they knew you were unvaccinated? Well, I mean, there were 30,000 unvaccinated people that night. So. Oh! <laughs> Anyhow, 
he kind of ran into that one. Yeah. Um, but no, the thing is, is they weren't really into like the whole DJ experience, right? So I was just like, okay, this is weird. However, the weirdest part about it is like, as soon as I played Suavemente. Suavemente. <laughs> Bes- yeah, I can't. I'm not, gonna, I'm not even going to be like. Oh, no, there you go. Okay, go, okay. See, now you're, now you're. Now you're advertising for yourself. You're ah, supposed to talk It's an AWOL thing, homie. <laughs> so, yeah, as soon as I play Suavemente, and, like, I did, like, a little Latino dance move, like, on the stage. Oh, you did. I'm telling you, people lost their shit. Okay. And I was, like, immediately I got goosebumps all over me. I was, like, wow, like, people are actually losing it now because I decided to start dancing. That's awesome. On the stage. That's amazing. So... No, anyhow, we've we've we you know after that we ended up working with Pitbull on a couple of productions. Like actually working with Pitbull though, or not in the not okay. like not actually in the studio. But did with you Pitbull. have conversations with him? Uh with or his, his people. With his people. His people. Yeah, right. Yeah, makes sense. Uh, yeah. Never actually had full on conversation sure, with Pitbull. Sure. Uh, so once we did you know a couple of things for Pitbull and his team, uh, it was it was amazing because we ended up getting a contact for Def Jam Records, which nice. is like. They hit us up and said, hey, we have a new uh, artist, Dua Lipa. You guys worked with Dua Lipa? Her first single. What did you do with her single? No Lie. We're the ones who did the No Lie remix, right? Because they were like, hey, we're, we're putting a, a package together. We're going to put the original remixes on the on like as Are one package. No? I didn't know that. I yeah. haven't heard the remix, but still, that's yeah. amazing. So they, they reached out to us and say, hey, we have a new artist. Dua Lipa, we're you know we're we're eager to break her out, and we want you guys like we love what you guys do. Fucking they like the remix that we did for actually it wasn't even, it wasn't the Pitbull it was the Major Laser, because yeah. Major that's Laser the Justin Bieber one yeah yeah okay so at, that's another funny story we actually put that out as a bootleg, wow originally so we put it as a bootleg and he actually heard it Diplo and said because we were affiliated with DJ City. In LA, yeah, and and they he reached out to DJ and said, "Hey, where can I find these guys? Wow, I want to make this an official remix and and sign it to my label." Wow, so it was like, wow, you know what I mean? Like we, that was like that was insane. That was actually the same week we opened for Pitbull, which was like that was an insane week. Like wow. that whole week was like you must have thought this is it. We're, Cl- we're on it. going like, Clyde now. Like yeah. this is we're on Clyde nine now. Yeah, so. But then the, it was because of that remix that Def Jam reached out to us and said, hey, you know, we want a remix. We want you guys to be do the re- official remix to No Lie. Sure. And I love the song. And yeah. the fact that it had Sean Paul on the song, too, was like it just oh, gave man. it a little bit more credibility for a new artist. Sure. And uh, it did well. It still does very well. Um, Can we talk you, money? Can we talk money? Did they give you guys an advance? That was the biggest no, no. Like we learned that a little bit. That like you don't l- talk we learned about that money? late. No, is, the, or that we, you didn't. You have to accept. You have to look for an advance. Is what you're saying. I think because you guys took backhand points. Yeah. I think as remixers, like they always, they always ask you, like, do you want like money up front, yeah. or do you want like royalties? Sure. And and if we had taken royalties instead of the money up front, be a different uh, you, game. You, you, a took, game you changer, took money right? up front, right? And we always did that. Yeah. We always just took the flat rate. Yeah. Which was like a handsome amount. Well, wait, but I mean, we like, when, how much are uh, we talking? 10, 20, 30? Well, I'm not, yeah, I want to say figures, oh, but yeah, it, right, it was yeah, a yeah. handsome amount. It's a handsome right? amount. It's a handsome amount. Can you live off it for a year? Not a whole, not a whole year. No, no, no. That's, okay, that's, that's, right. that's okay. original. Okay, stuff, sure. Right? But yeah, that's you, not for, not for a remix. More, you don't you... make that much money for a remix. Okay, you don't. Sure, it's not like in the tens. Well, yeah, okay. All right. I gotcha. So, anyhow, so, but, you know, 
if we had not taken a flat fee for that, how and much had taken a royalty? Uh, yeah, we would have definitely been in the you know like maybe like five six figures. God fucking damn. Yeah. So like, it's it's you know you're damned if you do. Yeah. But then you don't but know how now how you know. it's gonna do. But now, now you, know. you know. Yeah. So here's what we're gonna do. You and me as a songwriter. Yeah. You and me are gonna start working. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you're gonna produce some stuff. And you're going to send it to me and you're going to say, hey, give me some vocals and I'm mm-hmm. going to write stuff. All and right. I, then you're just going to put it out there. And that's it. Easy as pie. And well, we're going to just try and make money. We have the, we have the outlets. Absolutely. So I have the studio. You have a studio. You have DJ City and your following. I have my following, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I have the ability to write and perform these tracks. We demo them out. And if you can put them in the hands of people and make something happen, fuck it. Yeah, right? let's do it. I'm let's down, do it. bro. That's it. This is on record now. You hear that lady? <laughs> she she doesn't care. Yeah, She's she like, no, nah, you know what? I don't care. Do whatever she, you want. she doesn't want me to get too popular. because then I'll Do whatever listen. you want. But um, okay, so listen. Um, that being said, yo, we're coming up to two hours, dude. Uh, I think that it's probably good to end here. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I always like to end things by you know, uh, just mentioning a little something about veganism. I know I have talked about it quite a little okay. bit. Um, yeah. We haven't heard about enough veganism. Yeah, exactly. But I will say that you did bring up those virtual reality things. I've been seeing some stuff circulating around the net where yeah. farmers are putting virtual reality on fucking cows and sheep. That's wild. So that they can experience being outdoors. <laughs> This is what we do to animals. This is how we treat them. We treat them like they're nothing. So yeah. uh, please, uh, you know, if uh, we can be more compassionate to animals, that would be the key. If we can wear less leather, less wool, none at all would be amazing, you know. Take a day off, you know, for meat, stuff like that. I have this. no leather or wool today. So I like it. See, go. this is why you're allowed in the studio. There you go. Um, all right. Aside from that, man, is there anything else you want to say? Uh, just shout out to everyone listening and, uh, you know, thank you for tuning in. Yeah. And uh, hopefully you don't think too badly of me. Yeah. And maybe we'll see each other again. Absolutely. And you're going to thank the, the host, right? Yes. We'd like to thank AWOL ah, Productions. Thank you, man. You know, who that's, do you think you're talking to? That's good. No, I appreciate you coming in for real. Um, I know you got a bit of a drive ahead of you and stuff, but this has been really, really, a really great chat. I think like. And I can't wait to work on future projects together. The, How about that? I, that's what I'm really looking forward to. It's going to be really good, yeah. man. You're a talented guy and I'm really excited to work with so you. So are you, man. You got a great, you got a heavenly voice and great set of hair. Appreciate, oh, I do have a great set of hair. Yeah, this is the second time you said something about my that's, hair, man. It is. You're it's, buttering me up, eh? I am buttering you up. Yeah. Is it because I'm vaccinated? Yeah, like you know, you always say it's it's kind of like you know, Delirious does the same thing, right? He does like he has like the sandwich thing that he does, where he he says something. The shit uh, sandwich. He's, have you heard about the shit sandwich? Of course, I was in corporate for fourteen years before yeah, I decided so he, to leave and be broke. Yeah, so he he lives and he lives by the shit sandwich. Oh, like that's what he does. That's, I could see it. Yeah, he does it like nonstop, and when when he ever he gets into a confrontation, the problem he's like. Man, you know what? I didn't actually shit sandwich that one. So uh, that's why things ended on bad terms. He's like, if I had, you know, ended it with a compliment, um, you know, there wouldn't have been a confrontation. So I'm like, yeah, that's where you fucked up. Oh, well, shout out to DJ Delirious and the shit sandwiches <laughs> everywhere. Um, yeah. All right, man. Well, we're going to wrap it up here. All Listen, right. uh, just give me one thing. Yeah. It's an A-wall thing, homie. It's an A-wall thing, homie. I love it. Okay, now say it in Greek. Oh, I can't even say that, man. <laughs> I'm just messing with you, bro. You okay. need a Oh, I'm a pramata. <laughs> All right, guys. All right. Thanks so much for tuning in. We'll, right. uh, we'll catch up with you soon. All right, ciao for now.